And welcome back to another Steamers podcast. If you didn't catch that, whole lot of fizz on that beer. Bert, not your best pour here. Welcome. This is a new Steamer special we're doing. This is going to be the Steamers Fantasy Football Mock Draft Podcast. We're going seven rounds. And I got a couple special guests with me here today. In the left corner, wearing a Brett Favre jersey, holding his San Francisco 49ers helmet. We have the one, the only, Ogre. Good evening. Ogre, making his steamer's debut, we should call this. Easy self-proclaimed fantasy guru. He's got some takes. He's also pretty garb. And in the right corner, weighing in at, what is he, 10 pounds. Wearing his his Eagles Eagles shirt, we got Baby Pete. <laughs> Baby Pete is only a few months old, and we are going to prove today that Baby Pete has better fantasy takes than Ogre. That's uh, that's a disputed statement there. So here's how this is going to work. All right, this is going to be a seven round mock draft. We will be doing a standard league setup. 12 teams, half PPR, quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, a flex, a kicker, and a defense. Now, we might not draft a kicker defense. That's Ogre's way. Shit. But we will be alternating picks. So I will make the first pick when we start. Ogre will make the second, and vice versa. We will go down to 12. At the end of, the, at the end of each round... Ogre will have to give a take. I will also give a take. And it will be matched up against Baby Pete. Baby Pete is going to judge these takes. He's wearing two mittens. One with some fire. Some Mario type action. And one with the trash can. Which Jeeb is pretty used to. And as a third option. Producer Bert or Uncle Bert. Has put out the bird puppet. In which Baby Pete, if chosen the bird puppet, can phone in Uncle Bert on his take. I hate every aspect of this. I hate the bird. The bird is a cursed object. It should never be anywhere near any of this. It's awful. It should not be anywhere near any of this. Uh, Baby Pete, I hope you're on my side here because I want that fire glove up. Okay, I would think you would want more tension with the baby because that's just how it is. But... How can you hate that cute little face that Baby Pete has? Baby Pete, also named Mason. He's, I mean, he's ready to go. He hasn't whined, cried. He literally came in with the mittens, and he said, I was ready to do this. So, Ogre, I, I hope you're ready for some takes. Oh, hell yeah. All right. Instead of wasting everyone's time, let's just get right into it. So, actually, before we do it. So let's get into this. Now, before we start, Ogre, we made one rule, and you already know what it is. We are going to do the each round at the end of it. We're gonna have Baby Pete subject or judge our takes, and for that round, we're gonna have half a beer pilled, uh, poured up. Now, Baby Pete agrees with your take. The other the other person has to chug that beer. Baby Pete disagrees. Then you have to chug your beer. 
That sounds good to me, Garrett. I'm sure uh, Baby Pete has a bib around here somewhere for you that, you know, because you're going to spill your beer when you drink it, so. If Bert's pouring it, yeah, I might spill it. But you know what? I'm going to chug more than you, Ogre, and it's going to be because that he hates all your takes. I think you're going to be the one drinking, so let's get this crap started. All right, all right. You can calm down over there. All right, I'm going to kick it off with the first overall pick in the Steamers mock draft. Garrett's going to select Christian McCaffrey. That's a shocker. Uh, I, the, the first two picks are pretty um, pretty simple here. I'm going to go Dalvin Cook at pick two. Yeah, I mean, you're not shocking anyone there, Ogre, and when do you ever shock anyone? So When I make a three-pointer? <laughs> Ogre, honestly, Ogre, there, that is your best joke of the day. I don't think I'm going to top that one. All right, pick three. I'm taking Alvin Kamara, and this is a shock to you because you don't like Kamara as much as I do. But he is the best PPR running back besides McCaffrey out there. And he literally won me a championship. Actually, he's won me two championships. More than two championships now. So you can keep doubting him, but he's my pick It's three. nothing against Kamara. Kamara is a heck of a player. But when we get to the end of the round, I'll give my take. Uh, but moving to pick four, the fact that you took someone over the king just doesn't make sense. Derrick Henry at pick four. Would you larf if you got Derrick Henry pick four? Wow! All right, Ogre Larf's in the first round pick four. All right, pick five. And let me just say, this, like I said, this is not a, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to get bold here. And I think that this is an obvious choice for me. I'm really high on Nick Chubb this year, and I'm taking him at pick five. I think that he's going to have upwards of 15 to 20 touchdowns this year because I think they, they're going to ride, they're going to take him to the playoffs. So... I take him at pick five. I think he's going to have an MVP-type season. Bit of a reach, in my opinion, uh, when you got a guy like Kareem Hunt in your backfield. You're never, you're never going to get the, you know, the Christian McCaffrey-type role. Um, but you passed up on somebody better that's going to get more production and usage because he does not have a guy like Kareem Hunt behind him, and that's Ezekiel Elliott. Yes, he, they've been saying they're going to cut back on his carries, but if you looked at him, he's looking really good in camp, and if he gets Dak back, that's a whole different dynamic. Wait, so, you, so you've so you been looking at him in camp? Where, when the hell are you at Cowboys camp, Ogre? It's called Hard Knocks, Garrett. Are you watching Hard Knocks? Yeah, I did. You know what Mike McCarthy said? He said, one, freak yourself, and two, he said, he's getting up there in age, and we got to cut back on his carries, that- which means... If they're trying to make a postseason run, he's not going to play 15 games in which he gets 20 carries. Nick Chubb is 25 years old, just got paid as well, and he's going to kick ass. Listen, I agree with he's got a lot of miles on the car right now, but uh, you know if that offense is ticking, and not to mention, they would have to be in a very good position to be sitting Zeke down the stretch. So come playoff time, I think Zeke's going to be running prime, prime runs right there. All right, pick seven. We're going to come back to this take in just a few moments. But at pick seven, I'm going to put it into existence. There's no better separation of value of anyone else in this draft. And it's Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey is going to determine a huge difference between someone's tight end and your week-to-week tight end play. So I had Travis Kelsey last year and Alvin Kamara, and I won. I'm taking Travis Kelsey at pick seven. I mean, I love Kelsey, but that seems like a reach with some of the players that are still there. Um, I would, at pick eight, uh, if he's still on the board here, I would go Aaron Jones. 
Uh, no Jamal Williams. That just seems like, uh, and the Rodgers and Devontae Adams last dance season, it just seems like it's all going to come together for Green Bay this year offensively. Okay, well, you're already giving away. You're already, uh, I, you're wait a minute. We have a, a fire raise from Baby Pete with Aaron Jones at Pickett. He raised the fire fist up. That means that's an ogre take. Greed, drink your beer. Ogre. We're only doing that for the end round, but yes, I will drink my beer because I, I like to partake in just about everything. But let me say something. You just gave the take that you don't like Nick Chubb because there's another guy in his backfield that's going to take away touches from him. And the Packers literally drafted A.J. Dillon to do that. He's got bigger thighs than Saquon, so guess what? He's going to take away carries from Aaron Jones. And you literally even just said it's the Rodgers-Adams revenge year. So why are you taking Aaron Jones over Devontae Adams? Because the offense is going to be moving. And if you're comparing, I love A.J. Dillon. But if you're comparing A.J. Dillon to Kareem Hunt, I think Kareem Hunt's got a little bit more, you know, veteran-esque, you know, great field presence, you know? Uh, No, I don't know. And second thing, you don't, A.J. Dillon, college. Boston College. Is that true? Is that, that is can true. I get a fact check on that? Yeah. <laughs> get trash, Garrett. All right, well. Uh, it's your pick at pick nine. All right, pick nine. Uh, I think he's going to come back healthy, so I'm taking Saquon Barkley. I think, obviously, this comes down to a running back over wide receiver uh, pick here, so I'm going to take Saquon at pick nine. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm hoping he starts week one, but... Uh... We'll have to see what happens there. He's coming back off a big injury. Uh, pick 10, I'm going to go with the first wide receiver off the board, and it's going to be one of our last dance gentlemen, Devontae Adams. Okay, so you went from giving the Aaron Jones take to drafting Devontae that, Adams. The offense is going to go off this year. Get ready for it. All right. We're coming towards the end of the first round. I'm making pick 11, the last pick of the first round. And... I think I'm going to have to stick with Ogre here. I'm going to take another wide receiver. I'm going to take Tyree Kill. And I like Tyree Kill. I like Devontae Adams. Uh, It's just, you know, it's always tough taking a wide receiver in the first round because everyone's nervous about the running backs you get. Like, you're not excited when you get a Joe Mixon. You're just like, ah, I got Joe Mixon. But you get a Tyree Kill, it might be, you know, making up some points. It's just, he's just, like Ogre said earlier, he does put up a lot of points. And I'm going to get to why I took Kelsey earlier after this round. But. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to know why we're laughing. Bert's literally sitting here pointing us to watch Joe Flacco. And he just <laughs> he, he just got sacked. <laughs> it, was, so, it was awful. So. Snap way over Ogre, I'll let you finish out the first round. Oh, boy. I love the Tyree Kill take at the end of the first round. If you can get him there. I mean, I know you like Kelsey over here, but Kelsey is not going before Hill. So I don't think Hill would be there at that point. But that's a good take at the end. Um, at this point, because you have the wraparound pick at 12, I think I'm going to finish it with taking Stefan Diggs. Uh, the, the man led the league in receptions and yards last year. Uh, Baby P, any comment? No, baby Pete's ready. Ready to hear your your uh, first round take. Right. Ogre. Uh, my so ogre finished with Stephon Diggs. Yes. All right. And so when we go back through, I'll read you who, what player is there and who we're taking because of that player. But now it's time for Judgment Day versus Baby Pete, aka Mason. Ogre, your take is now on the clock. My take 
is that Alvin Kamara will not be a top five running back this season. And that's going to be due to Drew Brees not being on the field for the Saints anymore. Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston are not the same. That offense is not going to move the same. It's just it's it's just reading for absolute no no way he's going to get the 21 touchdowns again. And not to mention a six touchdown game in the championship game. That is not happening again. All right, so I think we have our official ruling on the first take. Baby Pete has chose fire. He look at, he took a Mario fireball on Ogre's first take of Alvin Kamara not being a top five running back. Let's go, Baby Pete! Oh, man, I can't wait to prove that wrong. I can't wait to prove that wrong. I got to chug my beer. So your point's going to be to prove me wrong? No, What's no. your point? Because I'll, and I'll, I wanted to go on record. I think Alvin Kamara is a top three running back. He won me a championship. He was the number one fantasy player last year, and Dalvin dominated the whole season. Who was his quarterback when he won you that championship? Uh, Ogre, your research is based on the quarterback, but I told you to look at... Because Drew Brees has been his quarterback in the whole career. Uh, One of the best quarterbacks of all time was his quarterback, and the offense moved because of Drew Brees. When Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston were not where we're in last year, Alvin Kamara did not put up points, did not get catches, and did not put up the output that he did when Drew Brees was in the lineup. Okay, so how about we review? Let me review something. Number one, he didn't have Drew Brees at the prime of his career. He had 40-year-old Drew Brees who was barely throwing 40-yard passes. He went, to, he two, went to the NFC Championship game against Brady. Like, and why uh, was and that? Because of Drew Brees. What do you mean? No, because Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. And first off, when Michael Thomas was out last year, Alvin Kamara was the best player in fantasy. Drew Brees. All right, Ogre. Ogre's sticking to the Drew Brees take. I know Baby Pete wants to hold up a trash I guess can, the one... But we're going to move on to my take. All right. All right, so my first round take. And I got numbers to prove why you're an idiot. So, number one, I took Travis Kelsey at pick seven. And there's a clear reason why I did that. There are some teams that are considering having to take a tight end in the first round. There is no greater separation of value. There is no greater. Okay. Let me compare a situation for you. In a five-week span where Travis Kelsey, if you own Travis Kelsey and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, two of the same teammates for five weeks, how it matched up against the number three running back in fantasy and the number three tight end. From weeks 10, 12, 13, 15, and 16, which is two playoff weeks and end of the season. Dalvin Cook and Robert Tunyon put up 172 points. Kelsey and the 22nd running back, who is almost a third-round pick at this point, put up 155. Consistently. He's, he's about to puke on this take, Greg. <laughs> yeah. Baby P is not liking this take, but let me tell you something. Travis Kelsey had more 20-point weeks than Derrick Henry last year. Did you know that? Derrick Henry had six. Kelsey had eight and 18 games. Henry had six and 16. Travis Kelsey is more consistent than just about any player in the first round besides Christian McCaffrey. He had only two points or two weeks under 10 points. Two weeks of 18 games. Dalvin, I'm pretty sure he had five. That's your second overall pick. I do hate to break this to you. I, I do like your stat, and I am an advocate for Kelsey. 
but there's like a 60 or 70 point difference between Travis Kelsey and Derrick Henry. To talk about Derrick Henry that way, knowing the, the weeks that he put up last year, I don't think you can compare the two. All right, uh, but you also gave the take that you said Tyreek Hill gets more points than Travis Kelsey. Did you know who had more touchdowns, targets, and receptions than Tyreek Hill? First off, in the playoffs, Travis Kelsey. And do you know who had more targets and receptions and yards than Tyreek Hill last year? Travis Kelsey. He wrong. only beat him by touchdowns. All right. And who's a who would you pick to score a touchdown? Normally Kelsey. Don't know how to crack a beer. Bert, you will you give me a Goose Island that doesn't spill all over my laptop? All right. All right. We're going to move into the second round. Baby P. Baby P raised a fire, so he agrees with the Kelsey at pick seven. All right. My main take there is Travis Kelsey over Tyree Kill any day of the week. All right. We're going into round two. Now, like I said, we're in order alternating picks. He made the pick at pick 12 for Stephon Diggs. I'm going to make the pick now for that Stephon Diggs team. Now, I'm looking at the board, and honestly, he was ranked a lot higher up until basically a couple weeks ago where Carson Wentz got hurt. I'm taking Jonathan Taylor here. Uh, I think that I wasn't big on him when he came into the league because I liked Marlon Mack. Then he got hurt. Jonathan Taylor had a good year. They're going to ride this offensive line. So, I'm going to take Jonathan Taylor at at the Swain. And pair him with Stephon Diggs. Uh, I think we have a possible baby Pete held up the trash can uh, glove in regards to the Jonathan Taylor take at pick 13. Well, that's the baby Pete take. I mean, I I only said baby Pete comes in at the end of it. So you can't signal every time he raises his hand and say, oh, well, he's standing at the trash can. He's a core part of this podcast right now. He's out, all right? He's on the bench right now. Chug your beer! All right. All right. Um, so I, I do like the Taylor take as long as Wentz comes back. I mean, that's, that's going to be the court and Quentin Nelson. They need him back. All right. Um, all right. Uh, pick two of uh, round two. Uh, they have Tyree kill already. Um, I'm going to do it here. Very unpopular take. It's going to be the rookie. Najee Harris, Najee Harris, everybody. And you want to know why? Because the Pittsburgh Steelers love to pound the rock. they've And the reason why they've passed so much the last two seasons, injuries, no stability at running back. But if you look before that, Rashard Mendenhall, Le'Veon Bell, even Connor in the beginning of his career, they all put up great numbers and Tomlin fed him the ball. They want to run the ball. They just haven't had the running back too. They, so, oh, no, no, no. Ask any Pittsburgh Steelers fan. They didn't have the offensive line too. You want to know what? You can say that, but... Uh, I'm pretty sure James Robinson on the Jaguars last year, one of the worst teams. He was a, what, top top five, top six running back? Uh, how can you say the offensive line has a play? McCaffrey hasn't had the best line. Saquon hasn't had the best line. Yeah, they did go in the first round. What What's the deal with that? All right, Ogre. You like you like your boy there. Uh, that's not really for Najee because there's a couple guys out here that I'm taking before him. And, and now at the next pick... Who has Tyree Kill? Uh, no, we have Devontae Adams. You made a Tyree Kill pick. Correct. I'm picking with Devontae Adams. And this is a. If this is pick 10, give me pick 10. Because this is probably the best first two round picks you're going to get. At pick 10, with Devontae Adams, I'm taking Austin Eckler. And it's clear as day I'm taking Austin Eckler. Because there are maybe three running backs that I would say can compare to what a Christian McCaffrey does Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, 
and Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler is a guy that can put up 80 to 90 catches with uh, over 1,000 yards rushing and have d- over double-digit touchdowns. That's actually the problem with Eckler. He hasn't been able to get it done in the red zone. They, they take him out when, he get, when they get down to the red zone. The, like the offense, they try to revolve around him. And they try to like, He's obviously he's one of the best PPR players that you can have. But if you're looking at him, like he's, he's never going to get the McCaffrey-type touches because he doesn't stay on the field long enough. But I, 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 at, that, at that pick... Yes, I would take Eckler. I, I agree. I think that that's a steal. I think that if you got Devontae Adams and Eckler, that you should literally chug your beer. Okay. And thank me later. All right, so we're moving on to pick nine that has Saquon Barkley. And if I'm picking here, it may be a bit of a reach. But I think I'm going to pair this up because you're moving with Saquon and you don't know his you know short play for week one. I'm going to take Antonio Gibson here and go with the two running back approach. Uh, and I actually, Ogre, rarely, and this is rare, I'm actually going to agree with you. Not just because I like Gibson, but I also like the idea if you take Saquon. Um, some people might even pass on Saquon to get to the end of the first round. And if you get, you should be doing the same, same strategy. You take a second running back with them. So I agree with you 100% there. Uh, I think that's the right play. So, all right, we're going to move on. All right, so we're at pick eight now. Sorry. Aaron Jones is on uh, team eight. All right, I have Aaron Jones. So I think for pick eight with Aaron Jones, uh, I know a lot of people, you know, kind of get hesitant with taking a second running back, but there's some really good wide receivers here. You know, you, you can pair up these two running backs when you have, you have an end pick and you don't want to wait until you come back, but I still think that you got to take the wide receiver here. I'm going to take Calvin Ridley. Uh, I think that this is a great pick to take Calvin Ridley. I think you get two guys that are just studs, so week to week you have two guys that are going to put up double-digit points. Yeah, you take Julio out of that offense, Ridley's only going to increase. I definitely like the Ridley take there. Um Moving on to now we're at uh, originally pick seven, which was Travis Kelsey. Um, <laughs> I feel like if you wait for a running back here at this pick, you're going to get stuck with trash. So um, I'm going to take Joe Mixon here with Travis Kelsey. He's, he's the three down back, and since he, you kind of need one there. Don't hate your take, Ogre. I don't uh, – I mean, I think he's obviously ranked the highest running back there, but I, I mean, you're going to hear from me. I have guys ranked higher. He's one of your DFS week one guys, though, isn't he, Garrett? <laughs> yeah, he might be. Um, all right, getting into the pick for Zeke. Wouldn't be too happy I got Zeke here because this was a reach, but I'm going to end up taking DeAndre Hopkins here. Um, I think this kind of falls in the same realm as making a Zeke play, so I assume the owner would be in the same realm as taking a DeAndre Hopkins. These are two old fantasy stars. I don't think they're they've hit their I think they already hit their peak and now they're on their regression. So um we're gonna stick with it. This is the same mindset of that manager. But yeah, I would take DeAndre Hopkins with Zeke Elliott. There's only two wide receivers with OV over uh, 160 targets last year. Stefan Diggs and DeAndre Hopkins. So you're getting a lot of production there. So why'd you take Devontae Adams? 
Uh, last dance. He also, I believe, led the league in receiving touchdowns also. So I'm, I'm all about that. Give me the touchdowns over the targets. Baby Pete's literally sleeping on your take. So I don't know what to He was sleeping on your takes too. It's, 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 almost, it's almost bedtime for him. Uh, okay, so moving to the absolute reach pick of Nick Chubb at pick five. Um, I'm going to grab a wide receiver here. And his name is Justin Jefferson, uh, the rookie breakout from last year. Uh, and all right, I agree with that because, honestly, Justin Jefferson was probably one of the best picks I had in a while. I had him in our two-quarterback league, and I almost literally rallied with three of my first four first-round picks out because he was on my team. Not, not happy to admit this, but at the beginning of last season – I did drop Justin Jefferson before the season started after drafting him. So I, I that was a garbage move by me. All right. Ogre admits to the trash can. Not what you see every day. All right. Now here's where we're going to get a little bold. So we're sitting here with Derrick Henry at pick four. And the mindset, you would probably argue that the best player available here is either A.J. Brown or D.K. Metcalf. Because they are probably two of the top receivers in the draft. And you know that they can probably break out for like 15 touchdowns over, over a thousand yards. So I'm not doing that though. I don't think that's the right play. Cause I don't think that the running backs are making it back to you. I'm actually taking David Montgomery here. Um, and you'll hear why at the end of this round, but David Montgomery was a top five fantasy back. I believe at, at, after he finished last year, and he <laughs> Oh baby Pete held up a trash can there. <laughs> oh trash big can. trash can. Um but he did end up the last like six weeks like averaging around twenty points a game. So I would take David Montgomery here because I don't believe that the running backs are making it back to me. And there's a lot of wide receivers here that have very similar values, so I'm not convinced that I believe in this separation. So I would take a running back. I'll yeah, Dave Montgomery. The, the, the running back not coming back around is definitely a good mindset to have. But um, my only thing is Damian Williams, the former uh, Super Bowl MVP for the Chiefs. Um, he's now on that team. He's rested all last year due to COVID. Um, he may take a look. I, I know Cohen's there, but he's coming back off an injury. But Will, Williams, uh, w- w- Williams may, be, uh, may interject a little bit. All right, so now we're moving to uh, pick three, which was originally Alvin Kamara. Um, going here, uh, I'm going to grab a wide receiver, and that is A.J. Brown. Uh, the man just absolutely blew onto the scene last year. You know, he, he obviously did well his rookie year. It was hurt a little bit, but last year he really just took it up another notch. So I think that's a good steal at the end of the second round. All right, we're going to like A.J. Brown. I mean, okay, if Bird was down here, thank God Bird's not here for this because – if Burt was here for this, he'd be like, oh, dude, 20 touchdowns, A.J. Brown. Love A.J. Brown, dude. Yeah, yeah. No. And Baby Pete doesn't even want to look at the podcast no. hearing that A.J. Brown was taken that early. So, honestly, Ogre, I don't blame you. I, I like A.J. Brown. He's a good week-to-week wide receiver to have. Um, but I'm still sticking with my mindset here. Uh, at pick two, Dalvin, uh, you're basically playing against the guy picking number one. I'm, I'm taking a running back, and I'm going to take uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I think Dalvin-Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is probably one of the best one-two combos you're going to get. I said it earlier um, with 
what's it called? Uh, well, Devontae Adams and Eckler is the best one-two punch, but the best running back-running back combination you could probably get is Eckler and – or not Eckler, uh, Edward Solaire and Dalvin Cook. I mean, if somehow Edwards Hilaire fell to round to the end of round one, and you had CMC and Edwards Hilaire, that would be an insane because I don't. That yeah, almost no, just they're happened. both PPR studs, so I would actually rely on them to be, you know, big week uh, points, you know, week to week. So that's the thing is that you need guys week to week that are going to produce. Um, Edwards Hilaire is in the most explosive offense, so why aren't you targeting Chiefs players? Um, I just I rank. Montgomery above him because he had bigger weeks last year and was more reliable. Okay. Um, so now we're moving to end of the second round. This is going to be the last pick of the second round. Um, I'm going to do something that Greed has been adamant against here, but if you look at the numbers, if you look at where he is, and if you especially like his tight end early pick, I would take Darren Waller here at the end of the second round. So, Ogre takes Darren Waller. And honestly, Ogre, you made a pick for me there because I have the first overall pick in one of my, you know, bigger money leagues. I'm a defending champion, and most of that league's going to listen to this podcast. And I'm glad they didn't hear who I'm taking in the second round because, well, they might hear who I'm taking in the third round, but I'll, I'll agree with the Darren Waller take for now. I, just, I don't hate it. Just just to go a little bit over it, um, Kelsey and Waller were obviously the beast of tight ends last year. There was a very huge drop-off if you didn't have one of those two players. Um, it was almost an 80-point drop-off from Waller to the next tight end, which was Robert Tunyon, and that was because he had 11 touchdowns. Waller had nine touchdowns, but Waller also had 107 catches over 1,100 yards, and Robert Tunyon had half the catches and half the yards. You have to look at the production. He puts up wide receiver one numbers. You have to consider him in the second round. But did you larf twice in Milwaukee? Wow, wow. All right. All right, Ogre, it's time. Baby Pete's primed up. Just had a little feeding. He's ready to go, Ogre. <laughs> uh, all right, my take for round two is um, wherever you are in round two, you take Najee Harris. And that is that is my take. The man's going to get carries. The man's going to get receptions. If you think that Jalen Samuels or whoever, Benny Snell, if you think one of those guys is going to take away tick from Najee, who they drafted in the first round because they have missed having a stud running back, you grab more. I, th- I think they're, I, I'm sorry. I think Najee Harris is a top 10 running back this year. What? All right. Hold on. No, this is stage. Baby Pete is judging this the is take. Oh, we got fire. Oh. We got fire. <laughs> and. We have fire for the Najee Harris take. Two for two, two for two, babe. Wow. I'm actually shocked. I'm actually shocked here. Good job, buddy. Baby Pete calls fire on Najee Harris no matter where you are in the second round. And here comes Gerd. Stormy in like a goddamn Captain Falcon on a racetrack. Here's Gerd's take. And it's all against Ogre. Ogre, I don't care you got a Pumbaa with the 49ers hat. I don't care he picks fire because Baby Pete's going to like my take more. You don't take Najee Harris in the second round. That is my take. You know why? Because when do rookie running backs ever pan out? You wanted Clyde Edwards-Alaire last year. He wasn't worth the first round pick. What running back was? Even at the end of it, Taylor wasn't worth the first round pick. He was a third round pick. And he probably would have at best been a... Low end, mid to second round pick. I could still name 
Probably seven or eight running backs I, that would have had. I know long. these are elite running backs to name, but if you took them in their rookie seasons, you would have had a very good season. And that's Christian McCaffrey, and that is Saquon Barkley. Both those running backs in their rookie season. Saquon seasons. was taken in the first round because he was the number and, two and, overall and, pick. And, 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 and that's what I'm saying. Najee wasn't a number two overall pick. Listen, you can say what you want, but in an offense that needs a running back and has and has carries to give, and there's no competition, you 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 can't pass on Najee in the second round. I would take. And this is what I have ranked. I would take Austin Eckler. I mean, I even have Zeke Elliott below Austin Eckler. Antonio Gibson, David Montgomery, J.K. Dobbins over Najee Harris. Yeah, if you're going to have Antonio Gibson over him, you need to know that uh, they have somebody called J.D. JD McKissick that takes 110 targets from Gibson. So I, I I understand Gibson's got a little bit more tick in the NFL and has a year of, you know, running. But, like, you have you just have to look at usage and just, uh, like, look at the past when Pittsburgh has had a stud running back. They give carries and they target them. That's what they do. All right. Baby Pete, what was the judgment? He went trash can. <laughs> So, Baby Pete, staying consistent, has chosen trash can for Najee Harris to not be taking the second round, which means Baby Pete is riding Najee Harris this year. Love it. Love it. All right. Moving on to the third round. Here we are. Oh, wait. I actually have to finish my beer because I double lost. Where's your bib? Pete, you got got another bib? (laughs) I just got a bib thrown at me. I've drank four Goose Islands since I started this, and that was only like 20 minutes ago. Right. Actually, 35. But here we are. All right. First pick in round three. Now, I just gave the take. It's going to be pretty obvious. I'm going to take J.K. Dobbins here. Um, yeah, he is actually flying under the radar way too much for my like. Like, if he falls to the end of the second round, then that's a steal. It's just a steal. This guy was drafted very high. The Ravens love running the ball. You know, Lamar's not too reliable throwing it. A lot of little dump-offs, a lot of stuff like that. He's a very good pass catcher. I I am huge on Dobbins. I think Dobbins is a steal at the end of the, you know, the start of the third round. If I'm pairing him with Christian McCaffrey, uh, I think that's an ideal situation. Uh, I like the Dobbins pick. I have nothing against it. It's just... I. The, the Ravens' offense actually does not pass a lot to the running back. And, and it's, a, it's a lot of Lamar's going to take carries. Uh, Lamar just added Sammy Watkins, Rashad Bateman, uh, multiple other targets. And they, they already love Mark Andrews and Hollywood Brown. There's, I, I, I just feel like Dobbins isn't going to be as good as he could be because there's too many mouths to feed in that offense. And they do love Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards gets a lot of goal line carries. It, it does happen. Dobbins down the stretch last year was a beast. Like the like the, like the last like seven games went, went, went off. But not as much as a receiver as, as you were talking. But, see, or, but here's your, like, your logic is contradicting itself already. You said that Dobbins isn't going to be good because they added all these guys, all these weapons that are going to take away from what he does. The Titans literally added Julio Jones. That's a guy that, that takes up 100 targets. Are you going to say that, one, A.J. Brown is still going to be worth that? They got rid of Johnny Smith and Corey Davis, which kind of fills the slot where those guys' receptions were a little bit. That doesn't. That's not 100 targets worth. Corey Davis had over 100 targets. Julio Jones, a pro bowl. This, this is what I'm saying. You're, like, you're, you're taking 
Derrick Henry pick four and AJ Brown over Clyde's Edwards, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire or J.K. Dobbins. I think that that's wild because they have a lot of mouths to feed. And I think taking Montgomery over Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was not a smart move because I think he's in a more productive offense. But he also had like six weeks of 20 straight points. Why, why would you not want him? He didn't have any opposition in the backfield. There was no backup to up. Like, it's like when McCaffrey the year he had like 93% usage. They did, and they had like they had Mike Davis behind him, and he didn't even play. It's it's just there was nobody to come in to replace Montgomery. That's why he got all the tickets. All right, I um, mean, I'm just saying yeah. that's a contradictory take because all you right. had a Julio Jones that's taken away a okay. lot from people. I agree. All right, so now we're moving to Team Two. Uh, they have Dalvin Cook and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Um, here, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna take uh, DK Donkey Kong Country, uh, DK Metcalf. Uh, the, the the man's a beast. He had the most touchdowns for the Seahawks. Tyler Lockett takes a lot of receptions away, but he's still the big play guy for Russell Wilson, so you can't pass him up on him there. Honestly, I, I can't disagree. If you got DK Metcalf this early in the third round, I mean, and that's your wide receiver one. He's arguably a second. Like, someone's going to take him in the second round because of how good he is. I, I personally, um, I like him right around here. I there's a guy that I like more, and I'll get into what he is, and he's probably going to end up being my third round take. But uh, yeah, no, right here, I think this is a great time to get DK Metcalf. All right, team three, Kamara, AJ Brown. My thought coming into this is that the guy behind me has two running backs. Uh, I'm probably not going to get a running back on the way back because a lot of teams still need him. So I'm going to stick to a running back here, and. If I'm looking at it, I think this might be the opportune time for, I'm going to say Miles Sanders. I think Miles Sanders here just, you know, I know it might be a reach based on where he's ranked, but, you know, this is where the separation of value comes in. Like, you have, when you have a guy like a Kamara, like a Kamara, you know, he's going to get you 15, 17, 18, that, that, that range. You need a guy that's going to get you 9 to 10 to, to follow that up. Because that's going to be like 30 points a week you need to add up to when you face a McCaffrey team. And if you're putting up like, you know, 18 points, you're 12 behind on, on those positions. So you need to solidify two running backs here. I think that taking Miles Sanders is probably the best way to go. I mean, I, I love Sanders this year. As long as that Eagles O-line stays good and, and, and hurts and the offense can move. I mean, I think Sanders has, has a very high ceiling. but pop- I think it's. Yeah. I still think it's early. It's just yeah, I'm surprised. I don't there, know. There, there's another running back on the board that I'm surprised you took Sanders over, but we'll get into that. Um, all right, so you took Sanders with Team Three. I'm on a Team Four now. Uh, this is Derrick Henry and David Montgomery. Um, I would go for wide receiver here normally, but the names on the board I feel like are not outshining this player that I'm going to take. And it's our first quarterback off the board, and that's Patrick Mahomes. Ogre! I love it. I actually was, I thought about it for a second, and I actually did think about it. I think if you didn't take Waller at the end of the one, I would have taken, like, if you would have said a running back, I would have taken Mahomes there. I mean, I feel like if you would have paired CMC, Waller, and Mahomes, you have a chance for the top player at each position there. I mean, obviously you're going to be stuck with no, you're still stuck with no receiver there, but... You would have had the best quarterback, best running back, and possibly best tight end. You don't know, but yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So here we are. Uh, we are at pick five. I well, no. Oh yeah. Pick five I'm is- at pick five. I have Nick Chubb and Justin Jefferson. And honestly, 
this team's looking pretty good, in my opinion. I would love this team. If I had Nick Chubb, Justin Jefferson, like a middle pick here gives you a lot of flexibility with what you're taking. Um, personally, I, I'm giving the take that the tight end is the biggest separation of value. And honestly, I think I'm going to do it here. I think that this is a reliable team. I don't think there's a big running back drop-off when he comes back to you. I'm going to take George Kittle. I think that you pair this team, Chubb, Jefferson, George Kittle, you're looking really good at just about every position. And um, I I don't see how you're not considering tight end here. No, I mean, I, Kittle, when he's healthy and when that offense is moving, he's the most possibly, like, he's so much more physical than Kelsey. Like, it's, t- it's even tough to say that, but Kittle is so much more physical than the way Kelsey and Waller play. He just wants to barrel through everybody. And that... And with Jimmy G, you know that if he if Jimmy G's the quarterback, you know what you're going to get from Kittle. And last year he was a second round pick. Or if you get him, if even if you get Trey Lance, he's potentially to be a, a, a again a second round pick. Like this is this could be a steal. And this is where the drop off happens at tight end right now is that Waller, Kittle, Kelsey, all have that potential to be tight end ones. But then the next guys are like you know that like that tier of like three or four. So honestly, if I'm looking at a team of Chubb, Jefferson, Kittle, I think that's that's pretty solid. Yeah. No, and I think the one thing that I maybe I wouldn't have took him over this player. And for Team Six, uh, it's currently uh, Zeke and DeAndre Hopkins. I'm gonna draft them, Chris Carson, because you're worried about Zeke this year, uh, not getting the, the the carries that he wants. And I know Carson's been injury prone in the past, but he's got that job on lock in Seattle, and you have another stud running back for your running back two in the third round. Alrighty, Ogre. I don't hate that. Um, so this is where this t- this pick gets tough. So we're gonna move on to picks pick seven, which I obviously Kelsey in the first round, and that's because I rank Kelsey as the biggest separation of value than any other player. I mean, like your top four running backs of CMC, Dalvin, Kamara, Henry. I feel like divide a line, and then there's the next running backs, and it's a separation of maybe three points a week, two to three points a week. Kelsey's a separation of eight points a week. Then you get to Mixon, who's trying to keep you in that realm. Um, I think that this is where you kind of got to take best player available. And in my eyes, I think Terry McLaurin's the best player available here. I think that he's due for over 100 targets. Um, I think you're getting a really solid wide receiver that's going to keep you in it. And... Like he, he his honestly his ceiling is just as high as just about any receiver on the board because of what he can do in that offense. So I like Terry McLaurin there. I think the only thing, and I know everybody's so high on him. And if you really look at it, like when he starts and when his when he's in, Fitzpatrick is like an evil fantasy quarterback. But a whole season of Fitzpatrick at the helm. I think that may cause some issues for Washington, I, especially at his age. He may not be as spry as he was before. But, yeah. but for the fact, Devontae Parker was never really a fantasy-relevant quarterback, but I think he entered that like Tier 2 realm or like that wide receiver you 2 realm. De- wide receiver Devontae. Yeah, yeah. Devontae Parker. Like he en- like he, when Fitzmagic was literally running the show, he entered that wide receiver 2 realm at some point last year. So I think that if you review it like that um, – I think McLaurin has more potential than Devontae Parker at this point. So that's why I would take him there. Because I think he's a way better player than any of the running backs I would take. So 
a McLaurin. I mean, you could have went Allen Robinson. I think that's a toss-up, but I feel like that's who you're going to go next, so I'll let you go, but I, I felt I like Terry McLaurin more. All right, moving on to teammate, which is currently Aaron Jones and Calvin Ridley. Um, I think this may be a bit of a reach here. He's been moving up slowly. Um, as long as Dak is in that offense, he should be beastly. I'm going to take C.D. Lamb here. Love it, Ogre. I love it. I wish I could have taken him, but... I, I mean, McLaurin is almost projected an early third round pick. So that's why I took him. Like, that's where he's projected. I think I'll give my CD Lamb take at the end of the round, but I like that pick. Yeah, over. no, I, I, I think that's a good team. I would love that. Just, team. just with the running backs that are available, I would have liked to get a running back there, but I feel like there's just too much value at wide receiver here that you just can't pass up. Yep. All right. And so you made this pick easy. I just literally said it at pick seven. We're looking with Saquon and Gibson. Um,. Obviously, this is a wide receiver. I would have taken CeeDee Lamb here, but I'm going to take Allen Robinson. I think that Allen Robinson, we are Penn State, but, you know, he, he's just a consistent guy. Doesn't know who his quarterback is. Hopefully, it's Fields. I think Fields is going to make him better. I don't want the Red Rocket. If, if they start Dalton this year, that's like I would riot if I was a Bears fan. I would legit riot if they started, especially with the way we see. He looked, he looked decent in the first. Granted, it's preseason. He's against the second and third stringers. But you know what you're getting with Dalton. Dalton couldn't take the Cowboys last year, and he had the best position players in the league. Dalton couldn't get it done with the Cowboys. So I really don't think he's going to really – progress any further with the Bears. You just start fields and then you have Dalton on backup. Um, all right, so you took Allen Robinson. Uh, we're moving on to Team 10, which is Devontae Adams and Austin Eckler. Don't fuck this up, because I love this team right now. Um, I'm going to go with a target hog. Actually, no, same team. I can't do it. Uh, Garrett, Garrett, I think I'm going to mess this team up. No, um, over no. Yeah, no. I'm doing it. Uh, Baby Pete, give him a give him a trash can. This team needs a running back, but there's a lot of questions around him, and Gruden's been saying he loves another running back in the offense, but we're gonna go with a guy that gets a lot of carries. That's Josh Jacobs. Damn it, Ogre. I mean, that's a reach. There's so many better guys out here. Come on. Uh, I got nothing else to say. If you see a running back that gets touches and gets carries, yes, Kenyon Drake's gonna dip in. But if you know you can get a guy that's going to get touches and at least probably get a touchdown a week, Jacobs is probably that guy. All right. Well, or, I mean, you kind of gave me the take already, and I kind of have to agree with you. Um, here at pick 11 um, with Tyree Kill, Najee Harris. I mean, again, Najee Harris is a little high. I'm not solidifying. You can't really solidify your running back field here, and now you're going to ride Najee to the end with a rookie. But I think that this is where you have to divert this team, start going wide receiver heavy, and I'm taking Keenan Allen. That's who I wanted to take, but you can't pair him and Eckler. Or if you stack like stacking teams with DFS for a week, if you know they're playing a crappy team, you know you can kind of do that. Or if you know it's going to be a high scoring affair, but uh, Keenan Allen and Eckler, I just couldn't combine together. Um, all right, so now we're getting to the end. Uh, last pick of round three. This team has Stefan Diggs and Jonathan Taylor. Um, and I would take Chris Goblin. That's not bad. I mean, if I look at it, he's, he's right around where I rank him. I have two guys actually ranked above him that you passed on, but... 
Um, I love Chris Godwin. I mean, he's he's been pretty reliable. You have a Tom Brady wide receiver. And after what today showed, A.B. might not even be on the team come this weekend. So you never know. Um, but Godwin's been pretty good since his breakout. So I wouldn't hate that pick. All right, Ogre. End of round three. It's time for take time. Baby Pete's primed up. He's ready to go. He's got his mittens on. He's got a bird in front of him. And what's your take? My take is... He's got uh, with I took him in this third round, and he's going well below it at least in round four, round five. I think you reach up and you take C.D. Lamb in round three. He's got he's got the offense, he's got the targets. He's he, he, despite Cooper and Gallup, um, da, like he's just making so many big plays for them. I I think he's the guy to go with. And before Baby Pete judges, guess where Garrett's going? Because this has been my take. This is my take, and you know it. I love CeeDee Lamb this year, I th- and I'm going to double that take. I think CeeDee Lamb is a top five wide receiver this year. Oh, Cemented. I think oh, CeeDee Lamb, because I wanted him last year, I think he's a top-tier wide receiver. He's been playing great in camp. Dak, you don't know what the hell's going on with the foot, but guess what? I like CeeDee Lamb. I'm taking him. I think if you get him in the third round, that's a great pick. I know there's separation value with tight ends, but CeeDee Lamb is the best wide receiver you can take in the third round. We have a verdict, and Baby Pete has elected another time. Fire for both of our takes. Garrett, we both drink on this one. Have you even finished your beer yet? Well, I've my takes have all been golden, and Baby Pete has approved, so I haven't had to. Cheers! God damn it, Bert. Get me another Goose Island. Make sure it doesn't fit. All right, moving on to round four. Uh, agreed, you're going to be making this pick because we're swapping here. All right. We're in round four. You know what that means. No one knows what that means. But <laughs> here we go. All right, so in round four, Ogre took me Chris Godwin to pair with Stephon Diggs and Jonathan Taylor. So, honestly, your running backs are not looking great here. Okay? I feel like you're kind of stuck here. There's a couple running backs here that you could take. Uh, but I think I'm going to make up some value elsewhere, and I think I'm going to take Josh Allen here, pairing with Stephon Diggs. I think that you're going to match up just about week to week with anyone. You got Diggs, Allen, Jonathan Taylor. You're going to hope he's getting you 15 points a week. And Godwin is a wide receiver, hopefully two. So I think this is a good time to take Josh Allen. I mean, he's the closest thing to Mahomes we're going to have in this league, so I think this is the best time to take him. Uh, my only thing is, so a lot of uh, Josh Allen's stats do come on the ground. A lot of goal line run, like running, rushing. I think he has like eight touchdowns in like each of the last like two or three seasons. Does that regress now that they paid him 200-some million dollars? Like, do you think they don't call as many goal line runs or like he doesn't get as much as a rushing aspect of his game? Because that's... I know, I know. He was he was a phenomenal last year as a passer, but a lot of his stats come from running the ball. No, I agree. Because I mean, if you know what he did, in, like what it was his rookie year. Do you remember the hurdle against Minnesota? Yeah. Like he has that athleticism. I agree with you in that front. But how old's Tom Brady when he's still doing QB sneaks and stuff? Like you, Tom Brady never had the athleticism that Josh Allen had. Like, even at his young, like what I'm he, saying he's is, never run the ball. They like that. still even risk it though that he, he knows. Like that's like you risk you, you risk a sneak, not 
power runs with your quarterback. I mean, if like, he has it's, it, it's, it's, it's different. It's the same thing with Lamar, Mahomes. Like, Russ still runs it when he ha- when he can. Lamar's, Rodgers even runs it when he can. But It's just, like, playing it more safe. I think that... And that's what I mean. Is Allen going to play it more safe? Like, he's still going to be a beast passing. He's still going to be a top five passing quarterback. But the rushing stats is what put him over. That's, that's what put him over. I mean, I agree, but... They, I think his passing stats are going to go up another level because they added Emmanuel Sanders. So uh, Cole Beasley, like they have a three wide receiver stack that's just no, yeah, I, I, it's I, probably it's it's arguably one of the best in the league with with Diggs, Beasley in the slot, and then Emmanuel Sanders. Like, I I like Allen. I have nothing against him. It was just a question to pose with his uh with his team, and uh, this is not good. We are currently seeing Fletcher Cox no, being. That's not Fletcher. That, was Cox. that was that not Fletcher? That was ninety one. No, wasn't ogre, it? freaking drink your beer. Who God was it? Damn it. Who was it? Baby P even then who was it? out of that take. God damn it. Then who Ogre? was it? Who was it? 81? Who's 81? You don't even know. Kroom? Do we even have is it, Jeremy Is it Kroom? It looked like a 91 for me. Oh, what am I supposed your to do? Beer. That is the worst. It's not. It's Kroom. I literally said it's Kroom. It's Kroom. Kroom's brooms, everybody. Kroom. No, go to Kroomsburg, Ogre. You freaking All right. idiot. All right. You took Josh Allen. Uh, end of the, <laughs> first pick of round four. Um, we're moving on to... Uh, uh, round four, pick two, which has Tyree Kill, Najee Harris, and Keenan Allen. A good set of receivers. Um, I think here you do need to grab another running back. The running backs on the board are not great. Um, and honestly here, I think I would probably have to go Daryl Henderson because he has, you know, the, uh, the, the, the backfield lock with Cam Akers gone. I mean, Ogre, I think that's a, that's a homie pick because you know that you're keeping Daryl Henderson in oh, one that's, of your leagues. Isn't that such a sweet keep? Oh, round God, round hate, 12, Daryl Henderson. I hate that team. He's, going, ra- he's going round four to round five. I think I made two very good picks for that team with Tyree Kill and Keenan Allen, and then your running backs are just burying it to the you ground. You need running backs, though, Gerd. Mm, running backs, Gerd. Mm. All right. Here we go. All right, so pick 10. This is the third pick of the fourth round. This team has Devontae Adams, Austin Eckler, Josh Jacobs. This is arguably one of my favorite teams we've assembled. I think this is time for wide receiver two, and it's Mike Evans. I have Mike Evans actually ranked above Chris Godwin, and I have another guy, another Ram, above Daryl Henderson and Chris Godwin. And... I would like Mike Evans here. Uh, yeah, no, I want I want every part of that Bucks team. Bringing back all twenty two starters. How can how can how can you say no to also Brady? Brady produced good good numbers last year with uh, with Evans and Goblin and Gronk and, and, and the whole committee. Um, moving on to uh, a pick four of round four that has Saquon Gibson and Allen Robinson. Um, I'm probably gonna be looking for another receiver here, and that receiver. Is Cooper Cup? Oh, Ogre, is this going to be your round four take? I feel like this is definitely your round four oh, take. Oh, I got a round four take for you. Don't you worry. I mean, I had him way down there. All right, Ogre takes Cooper Cup in round four. All righty. God, I mean, that's just uh, what am I supposed to do with that? Uh, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna like that because Matthew Stafford's in town now and not trash golf. Okay, all right, teammate, pick eight. This is the fifth pick in the fourth round. Aaron Jones, Calvin Ridley, C.D. Lamb. I also really like this team. 
I'm thinking running back here. And I'm going to take a chance. Uh, I'm going to take DeAndre Swift here. I know he's kind of got some red flags going on with camp because he's not really playing a lot. He had a groin injury. But he's year two. He had some good weeks last year. I think you need to get a running back here before you kind of run out of options. You have two really good wide receivers. Um, I don't think this time to reach for a quarterback. I don't like the tight ends really here. So I think this is a perfect time for running back two. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, just looking at the running backs on the board, he's definitely probably the top guy. And as long as he's healthy, he's, he's pretty beastly. Um, moving on to pick six of round four, it's currently Kelsey, Joe Mixon, and Terry McLaurin. So you need either a running back or receiver here, in my opinion. And I believe I would go Tyler Lockett. Uh, the man just catches a lot of balls in the Russell Wilson offense. Um, even with DK there, he, he gets his share. Oh. All right, I'm actually shocked because, I mean, you took one Ram and for Team 6 or Pick 6 as it was, I'm going to take another Ram. So this is the Zeke Hopkins, Chris Carson. I mean, this team sucks. This team is horrible. This is not winning you jack shit. I'm going to take Robert Woods, but Zeke Hopkins, Chris Carson, and Robert Woods, or you might as well go back to the toilet bowl because this is terrible. Hey, that's my boy Bobby Trees you're talking about there. Bobby Trees? I mean, the only trees, you're smoking too many trees for this take. God damn it. You're the one that just took them. Well, yeah, I took them, but I took them to a shit team. That's right. You can have Justin Jefferson, but guess what? On a shit team, that's not doesn't mean anything. Yeah, Justin Jefferson on your Nick Chubb reach team's really doing a lot good for you. No, I like I like All this right. team. This so is now, a really good yeah, team. Yeah, uh, so now we're moving on to uh, the team which was originally pick five. We have Chubb, Jefferson, and Kittle. Uh, with the available players, um, I believe I think I'm gonna take our next quarterback here. I think I'm gonna put Lamar Jackson on this team. Uh, the, with the running backs and wide receivers that are available, um, and you already have the tight end sealed up, um, you get a top five quarterback with Lamar. I think that's a good take there. Uh, I don't hate that either, Erger. Um, I think that you're getting a very good quarterback. I mean, he has the potential to be the number one quarterback, and obviously that I again that's another team I'm really liking right now. I know it doesn't have a second running back, but. Lamar, Kittle, Chubb, Jefferson, each position, you're, you're, you're top tier. So that, that's hard to match up against week to week. Yep. Um, going into pick four, uh, Henry, Montgomery, Mahomes. This has obviously got to be a wide receiver, um, and I've been looking over it, and it's hard. Because I honestly, for me here, it's kind of taking the guy that you would trust the most. And... I think that the best wide receiver here, and now don't write this in, Ogre. I think the best wide receiver here is Brandon Ayuk. But, <laughs> but I have to. T- I feel like I would take Amari Cooper because this is the guy I trust most. And Baby P is crying at me because I passed on Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. Well, he's got an Eagles shirt on, and you're taking Amari Cooper. I, I don't blame him. I hate that I took Amari Cooper. But here's the thing is that if he plays to his healthy status, 
you know that he could be a wide receiver one. How about how about the fall of Amari Cooper though? He was like the guy. I don't and, like. And I had like, I had three other guys like still on the board that are ranked above him, and I have to take him because of the, how this team shaped. I know up. it's crazy. You just know that Amari Cooper has the potential to be a guy up there. Yeah. But I don't trust him as much as I trust Brandon Ayuk. Nice. I, so I I take Amari Cooper True. there just because of the name. Okay. Um, I think here we move to uh, team. Three, which was Alvin Kamara, A.J. Brown, and Miles Sanders. You'd like that team. I would like that team, other than, you know, I probably wouldn't have taken Kamara at three. But we'll move on to that. Uh, I think here, this may be a reach as well. This may be a reach as well, but just the Pittsburgh offense, they throw the ball so much. And I know that because Najee's going to get his, but... Claypool, Juju, and Deontay Johnson all had over 100 targets last year. And the one that produced the most off it was Deontay Johnson. And I think this team needs another wide receiver that's going to put up numbers, and that is Deontay Johnson. Ogre, following the Gare take, I really have Deontay Johnson and IU ranked above Amari Cooper. I love Deontay Johnson. I love that take. It's just, I mean, that's your wide receiver too, though. That's someone you would trust. Yes. Like, that's a wide receiver, too. That's why I took Amari as my wide receiver one on the other team. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on. Pick two. Dalvin Cook, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, DK Metcalf. Now, this this was a very opportune pick for a Lamar Jackson. But, obviously, Ogre snagged Lamar. So, you're not really going to look at – I don't think you should look at QB yet. And I actually am going to take Ayuk here. I think Ayuk is a very good run, uh, wide receiver that's just going to be, you know – the guy that's he's a very boomer bust. He had a, like I think he had three or four twenty point weeks last year as a rookie, and now he's getting Garoppolo back. And I think that you're just gonna see, they use him as like a running like running options, quick routes. He's gonna be very good. I wish we knew the mystery of Jimmy Garoppolo. Like why why can't he get it together? And uh, not to mention they have a little damper on him. They draft Trey Lance. You know it's uh it's not it's it's n- n- nothing to support. Jimmy Garoppolo. So I mean, I think by I mean, unless if the the 49ers just as a team are just taking it taking it all, like all season, I'm, I'm I'm thinking Trey Lance will probably make an appearance at some point. Um. All right. So moving on to last pick of the fourth round, this team has Christian McCaffrey, Darren Waller, and J.K. Dobbins. Already two running backs and no wide receivers, but you're getting the wide receiver one value with Waller. Um, I think here I'm going to take the touchdown man from last year, and I know this may be a bit of a reach with some of the other wide receivers on the board, but you know you're getting for sure production and chemistry, uh, Adam Thielen. Ooh, all right, Ogie. I don't hate that take. I don't think he puts up the same amount of touchdowns that he's, as he did last year, but him and Kirk Cousins are, are always on point, so I don't think you can ever pass up on him. All right, we've reached the end of round four, which means baby pee time. He's currently getting his fed his bottle right now, so we know he's fueling up. All right, Ogie, start us off. What's your round four take? My round four take is: do not be afraid of that Rams offense. You bring in Matt Stafford to pair with a coach like Sean McVay. Sean McVay made Jared Goff look like a Pro Bowl quarterback, and you know that Jared Goff is not a Pro Bowl quarterback. Uh, Cup and and uh, Robert Woods, I think, are both going to have prime seasons. Probably, I would I would say. Cup definitely in the top 12. Probably Woods top 15. Definitely. All right. My take, and I started off the round with them, and I'm going to end the round. Oh, wait. We got to get the Baby Pete judgment first. 
That's a fire. Let's That's go. Maybe Pete. Ogre is going to ride the Rams offense, and so is Baby P. I'll chug to that one, Baby P. That's three straight Baby fires. Baby P is literally chugging. Oh, man. Are you kidding me? All right. Well, I started off, you know, I started off the round taking Josh Allen, and I think that this is the take. If you get Josh Allen in round four, you've made the best pick in round four. I think Josh Allen is the closest thing you're getting to Mahomes, and Mahomes going round two, early round three, while we have him in the mock. Someone's going to reach on him in your draft just because of the name. I think you got Josh Allen. You're going, you know, toe-to-toe with him. I had him, and even against top-tier defenses, he's putting up over 20 points a week. He's got a really good offense. I think that this is the best pick of the fourth round. And I'm going to look at Baby P and hope, and hope for that, that judgment. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Baby P. He's... Wait. Is that is that official? Uh, uh, both, he started both, with the trash can. Both went, went up the same fire. height. Both went up same height. Baby P, come on, Baby P, do it, Baby P. All right, we're gonna do a, a game three or a bird. Nah, that's a fire. That's a fire. All right, we got that's a fire. fire. Come on, baby. Cheers. Josh Allen, round four, anytime. You gotta switch gloves. He favors the right hand. <laughs> All right, moving into round five. Ogre made the Adam Thielen pick. And here comes Geard. Don't F this up, Geard. I like this team. I mean, Ogre, you're driving me a pretty good team here. Get the hell out of here. CMC, Dobbins, two running backs. You got Thielen as your wide receiver one. You need a wide receiver two. You got Darren Waller. And honestly here, I think that this is where you balance the team out. Uh, I'm going to take Kyler Murray. I think that you get your quarterback... Um, I think he's not on the same tier as Allen, Lamar, or Mahomes, but he can be. And I think that you keep that week-to-week production. So I think this is a good time to take um, Kyler Murray. Obviously, like you have an open wide receiver spot, but what wide receiver are you taking here that that you know balances that out and that's where i'm gonna shock you on this next one because you missed on somebody that yes he's had an injury ridden past but we look at him as sometimes one of the best receivers in the league julio jones going to team two so julio will add to dalvin cook clyde edwards hilaire dk metcalf and brandon Ayuk. so julio will be either your third receiver or if you're running two wide receivers that'll be your flex Bert, he's literally drafting you the Molsons at pick two. And we came in set, what, second to last? I think Bert likes it. He's smiling. Oh, God. All right. Pick three. Alvin Kamara, A.J. Brown. That's two, one, good one, two. I mean, you got Kamara, Miles Sanders as your running backs. A.J. Brown, Deontay Johnson as your wide receivers. So now you're kind of looking at the tight end spot. I think this is a good time too. Um, there's two guys here that are three technically, but I think I'm going to take the bold option here. I'm going to take Kyle Pitts, and I think it's because he has the probably the highest ceiling of the three guys there. So you obviously I was between Hawkinson or Mark Andrews. Who the hell is Mark Andrews as a steamer's favorite? But uh, Hawkinson. Yeah, he could be, 
but he's also been very injured. So I'm going to take Kyle Pitts with the most potential. I love the Pitts pick. He's he's an absolute beast. I do like that pick. Um, and with Julio not there, that's that's so many targets opened up, even though he didn't play too much last season. But that's a lot of targets opened up. Uh, moving on to Team 4, you have Derrick Henry, David Montgomery, Patrick Mahomes, and Amari Cooper. Um, I think at this point, if he's fallen to here, I know he just recently got injured. I don't know the full extent of the injury, but I'm going to grab a receiver here, um, and I'm going to take DJ Moore. Yeah, and he's someone, I mean, I've had to mock for the first overall pick multiple times. And the, my problem has been is that I always want to take a second wide receiver, and I already have Christian McCaffrey, and it's just I don't want to double up on the Panthers. So you getting him here after having Montgomery, Henry, this team's starting to poise up to be really good. Um, it's just, again, you have the injury bug with Amari Cooper and DJ Moore, but other than that, they're on the field. They're, they're two studs. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Ogre, you got – I mean, I like Team 5 a lot. Every you have one of every position. You have a running back, a tight end, a wide receiver, and a quarterback. I think this is an ideal time to get your second running back. And I hate this pick, but yeah, the running backs on the board are thin. atrocious. And I think you gotta take the guy who's probably gonna get the most touches. And I don't trust it, but I think that he does get the most touches out of all the guys left. I'm taking Miles Gaskin. And it's not that I'm like ecstatic about it, but he will be the number one running back in Miami. Like I think the the second guy is Malcolm Brown. If you're worried about Malcolm Brown, then I shouldn't be chugging my beer. You should. Okay? Malcolm Brown can't goddamn do shit. So that's just how it is. I trust Gaskin. More than I trust Robinson right now. You don't know what's going on with ETN and his injury. But I know that Gaskin's a three-down back. So right now, that's who I'm taking. All right. Well, I guess moving on to Team 6 here. You know, uh, they got Zeke, Hopkins, uh, Carson, and Woods. Uh, You know, at best available here. I mean, I know you were just talking them, but... James Robinson, you know, like you said, you don't know what's going to be going on with ETN with the injury. So, uh, you know, I think you take Robinson here and you add a a third running back here with your question mark to Zeke. And, you know, if he's going to be able to sustain the season, you have another running back to supplant that. So, Ogre finally comes in and makes a pick I like. I mean, let's – if ETN's down, I mean, that changes everything. I mean, obviously, he would not be going in the fifth round, but – that's just, I mean, I would like that with Zeke and make up for that hamster running around. But you never know. I mean, I don't hate that pick, but that's just, I still don't like that team. Zeke Hopkins, Carson Woods, Robinson, it's starting to bounce back, but it's still not my liking. No, I think it's balanced all around. Uh, but I guess you're up here at uh, Team 7 now. Yeah, all right, so let's... let's Alright, so this is my Kelsey pick. And now I think I have to get a little more bold because you took probably a running back I would have really wanted. I don't think it would have made sense to get your third with some of the quarterbacks available along with maybe even the tight ends. But I need a running back here. I have Kelsey, Mixon, McLaurin, Lockett. That's only one running back in Mixon. Not your, you know, brightest brightest running back spot there. It's, you know, you're at the bottom of the barrel. That's like relying on Ogre to hit a three-pointer and you're, you know, in crunch right, time. All right, all right, all right. But uh, let's 
I need a running back here, and I know Ogre's going to be like, oh, dude, well, uh, I gave this take when you were talking about Chubb. No, 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 no. All right, it's different, okay? PPR, you can still get points with two running backs. I'm going to take Kareem Hunt here, and the only reason I'm doing that is because he does get points. He'll get like five or six catches a game. So I trust him to come in and get those catches, but you know other people probably won't because he's the second running back, and no one's no one likes to timeshare guys. But it's also you know if Chubb did get hurt, you got a, a top six seven running back. So I'm gonna take Kareem Hunt. I think it's good for a PPR league. Obviously, if it's not, then you're gonna go shit yourself. But I would like that team if I had to have Kareem Hunt as a two. Talking about shitting yourself, I thought Chubb, Chubb was your dude. Chubb is your guy to be the running back this season. And there are some other starting running backs out there that I think maybe offer more value if you think that Chubb is going to be the guy that he is. The Hunt, I mean, I, I personally think that Hunt is a good take, but it goes against your Chubb take. That's my only argument. Or the only thing you're good for is a goddamn Rice Krispie Treat. All right, well, that's good enough for you. Uh, going on a teammate, which is Aaron Jones, Calvin Ridley, CeeDee Lamb, and DeAndre Swift. Uh, I would like to go a certain tight end here, but I don't want to team up here. Uh, so I think I'm going to go in the direction of Mark Andrews. Lamar always throws to him in the red zone. I, I, I like him, you know, to probably, uh, lead them, uh, probably in, you know, touchdowns this year receiving wise. So, uh, definitely like Andrews here for this team. Who the hell is Mark Andrews? He proved you wrong with that, didn't he? I don't, I still don't know who he is. He just shows up randomly on a Sunday, and then he's gone for like three weeks, and he comes back. But that doesn't mean I'm, I'm taking him, okay? And Ogre, actually, I would take him. Let's let's be real. He does get touchdowns from Lamar. But, oh, coming around on old Andrews, eh? Hey, listen. He's just like a hangover you never get over, okay? He's just always there when you don't want him to be. And somehow, someway, you got to take him. So, I don't blame Yoga. I like the tight end value. He's not where I would put, you know, the Kelsey the uh, the Kelsey Waller. He wasn't my first selection, but I just didn't want to jump up. To, I didn't want to double up teams here with, with, with a certain tight end that's still out there. Well, Ogre, they have the Battle of the Bastards. They got other shit. But guess what? We got Battle of the Tight Ends, bitch. And I'm taking TJ Hawkinson for Team 9 with Saquon, Gibson, A-Rib, and Cup. We have two running back, two wide receiver. Let's get a tight end on the board. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. And you know what, Ogre? I'm going to say it again. Team 10, I like that pick. I like Hawkinson there. He might be a target hog for Goff. And who knows if Goff can even freaking throw a pass more than 15 yards down the field. But at least that team has a, someone that might get, you know, seven to eight targets a game. Yeah, I, I, I do love him there. You know, he's, I, with the, the lack of wide receiver talent, he's just going to get so many targets. It's going to be crazy. All right, Ogre, before you make the pick 10, don't you fuck this up. Because you've been fucking it up yeah, all night. this is your favorite team. This is, it? well, it might, it's, like I said, I like the Chubb team, but this is there. Okay, I like the Eckler-Devontae team. All right. So Team 10 has Devontae Adams, Austin Eckler, Josh Jacobs, and Mike Evans. You know what? Unpopular opinion here, maybe, you know, worrying about his injury. With not with no quarterback taken here, 
I know you may not be as high on him depending on what's going on, but I think Dak Prescott is probably a good take here. When he's in, he's scoring so many points. But I think I would go Dak Prescott here for this team. So Ogre goes Dacky Dackerson at pick 10 in round 5. I mean, I just hate the idea that he hurt his foot, or he broke his foot badly, which was obviously a gruesome injury. But then, you know, the first week he comes back, he had all offseason. I mean, you assume he's throwing a football or every something every other day. But the first week he can't, he gets a, a shoulder strain. I mean, it doesn't. it's red flags all around. It's literally like... I mean, the, the all argument is when he's in the lineup and when he's on the field, he's the top five fantasy quarterback, and that's all that you can argue here. And he's got the he's got the weapons, he's got you know the, the offense. That's that's what you can hope for. I don't think I would take him over the couple guys out there, but I'm not still I'm not taking them yet. All right, all right, Ogie, you make your pick there. I don't I don't I'm not ecstatic. I'm not, no, it's not. It's not anything crazy. And you know, us being Eagles fans, of course, we're not big on the Dak pick. But you have to respect that he is a top five fantasy quarterback when he's on the field. All righty. All right, let's get down to the end of the round. Um, we're looking at pick eleven. You got Tyree Kill, Najee Keenan, Allen Henderson, and. You know, I'm still really stumped at this pick because there's a couple guys where I don't know who really separates the most. Um, this is kind of like a pick where you take a flyer on one of those rookie running backs, which it can pan out if it's a keeper league. Yeah, I, I would probably be thinking it here. Um, but there's actually really only one guy I'm, I'm trusting at this pick, and it's Russell Wilson. I mean, how are you going to say no to Russell Wilson? He's a perennial top 10 and top 5 fantasy quarterback. He's got Metcalf. He's got Lockett. Good running game with Carson. I mean, it's a, he's, 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 he's always a great fantasy quarterback. Always. All righty. So there, there is. That's not a – I mean, Ogre, for your, your Najee take, if, if you're riding the Najee wave with Tyree Kill, Keenan Allen – Henderson and Wilson, that's not a bad five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely would like that five. Uh, you know, you hope you hope Henderson doesn't get too much taken away with Sony Pony being there. But uh, coming to the end of the round here, we got Team 12 that has Diggs, Jonathan Taylor, Chris Goblin, and Josh Allen. Um, I think I'm going to go in the direction of a running back here and one that just got probably a bit more usage that he would than he would have before. Damian Harris for the Patriots. Uh, I think I'd take him here with Sony now being gone. That's at least goal, some goal line carries that he may pick up or, you know, just general running carry. It's, it's just more usage for him getting a running back out of New England. All righty. Ogre takes Damian Harris. Which, you know what, Ogre, I don't disagree with you. I have some people that like Damian Harris. You know, I, I've never been huge because I haven't seen him enough to know if he's going to be a really good running back. I feel like he's just a you know a guy that fills in spot start. But you need to get your running backs here, so you can't ride Taylor alone. So I'm gonna I I guess that's your pick there. Yeah, that's that's, that's, who, that's who I'd go with at the moment. All right, Ogie, get your freaking beer. It's time. Round five takes. Oh baby. All right, Ogie, 
kick us off. My round five take is, I'm not going to lie, if you can get Julio Jones in round five in some of these drafts, the way that he's falling, people are just passing on him because, yes, he had some in- injury-plagued seasons with Atlanta, but personally, if you can get Julio when, where he's dropping in currently to round five, you are going to get a lot of good talent because that Titans offense is booming. And I think Julio Jones is going to be possibly a rebound top 15 wide receiver this year. Baby Pete. And Baby Pete gives a trash can. Bogus oh, first no. trash can of the oh, night. Oh, boy. I'm all here for it. <laughs> Fair day. enough, baby Pete. All right, Ogre. Oh man, I've been. With, this is like, see, this is supposed to be a seven-round bout, and you know what? Baby. You know what? Finally, here in round five, do I get my right hook jab? I don't even know what to call it. Freak yourself, uh, Ogre. Just get your take out, would you? All right, Ogre saying Julio anywhere? <laughs> no, that's not who I'm taking anywhere. You know who I'm taking? I didn't even know he was in the NFL until last year. Miles Gaskin. And I, when I say last year, I mean like week nine, when he probably had like one good week. But Miles Gaskin, he's a three-down back. He's a pass catcher. Every week I looked at last year, I would say over 80% off the top of my head, he was a double-digit fantasy points per game running back. Miami's got checked down Tua as a quarterback, who you know ain't doing shit. He's going to throw it to Gaskin. And I don't trust Malcolm Brown and Salvin Ahmed. So here's an idea, Ogre. Why are you lo- overlooking Miles Gaskin? No idea. Miles Gaskin is your best round five pick. Go ahead and have your Gaskin. That's fine. We don't know what the Dolphins are going to be because apparently they moved the ball better with Fitzpatrick last year than Tua. Hopefully he made some better strides this offseason. But we'll, we'll see where your little Gaskin take goes. All right, Baby Pete Judgment Day, and I'm not liking it, okay? Baby Pete's giving me the trash can, and now I'm starting to think this is conspiracy because he put the freaking trash can on the right hand. This is how things go. Apparently, we both have to drink now, and I'm Baby not happy Pete about it. Baby Pete knows all. And what do you know? Enough. I still can't believe you knew A.J. Dillon's college. Yeah, you know what? I am so much better at the college game than you are. That's all. Uh, but I guess we should probably keep moving on to round six. Uh, I think you have the first pick here. Yeah, and honestly, I think this is a pick where you kind of want to take a chance. Because if this is your team with the two wide receiver set and the two running back, you kind of miss the wave on the tight ends at this point. So you're not really taking anyone. <coughs> not anyone like a Higby or a Tunyon. You know, you're taking probably a chance at running back or wide receiver here. And I am going to take Trey Sermon. I think Trey Sermon is in a backfield that has a lot of possibility. If they move to Trey Lance, it's going to be a lot of running the football. Uh, Garoppolo doesn't look like... I, I mean, I don't even know what the hell's going on with Garoppolo at this point. One week he's in the AFC Championship and then the Super Bowl or NFC Championship. I can't even talk. NFC Championship and then the Super Bowl, getting his ass kicked. And then next year he's... Played two games and now he's back in camp losing to a rookie. So uh, you know, I I do like that San Fran backfield. I think I sometimes lean more Mostert only because he's the more established running back there. 
but Sermon's definitely like the bigger boy. He's he, and he's gonna get some carries. He's he was he's pretty good. So monster, I, uh, monster. Uh, moving on to uh, Team Eleven, which has Tyreek, Najee, Keenan Allen, Henderson, and Russell Wilson. Uh, I think the wide receiver is very strong on this team, so I think we need to back up these running backs a little more. Um, running back wise, I think I may go. I, I Mostert's definitely a consideration, but I think Chase Edmonds here because he does have that job pretty secure in uh, Arizona, and that offense is going to be booming. And you do get a little bit more running back help if you're worried about Najee and Henderson be, being able to get the job done. All right, not hating that. All right, Ogie, Team Ten. My favorite. I mean, you really fucked it up. And you know why you fucked it up? You took Dak Prescott when Aaron Rodgers is still out there. And you could have had the Aaron Rodgers-Devontae take here. true. But here we go. I mean, Devontae Adams, Eckler, Josh Jacobs, Mike Evans, Dak Prescott. Two running back, two wide receiver. I think you got to lean running back here. Um, and... This is kind of like you're in this drop-off phase. So you're either taking a rookie or someone that's in a timeshare. And I'm kind of leaning the timeshare on this one, and I'm going to lean Ronald Jones. You trust out of that whole backfield, Ronald Jones. Uh, I think Fournette. I used to really believe in Fournette, and he's still way better than Sammy Watkins. Shout out, Nick. But let me tell you something. Rojo was a spotlight in camp last year. He showed some flashes, a lot of big runs. He's definitely a PPR back. And Brady, I mean, who knows if he always wants to throw the 20-yard pass, Ogie? I, I, I agree. Honestly, most running backs work in the Tom Brady offense, and he usually has a stable. But I have one other running back that could be a sleeper-keeper take. We'll talk about that later with that backfield. Uh, but moving on to Team 9, uh, this is Saquon, Antonio Gibson, Allen Robinson, Cooper Cup, and you drafted them TJ Hawkinson. Uh, honestly, here, I think I may be looking at a, a guy you were just talking about, uh, Greed. I think we're going to go with Aaron Rodgers, the MVP from last year, pairing him up with the possible comeback player of the year, Saquon. That could be a very good tandem that. Well, well, well. Shit me a goddamn canoe, Ogre. You finally took him. It took you till round six. And honestly, I mean, I don't hate that pick. I, I really, for that team, it's it actually got some of your takes on there with A-Rob and Cup. You like hockey poo. And now you got the, the captain and Aaron Rodgers. You're, you're big on Gibson this year, being, being, the, being the guy in Washington. And hopefully Saquon has the comeback. That team, is, to me, seems very stacked. Considering they were sitting at pick nine. Alrighty. Well, Ogre, I'm not going to fade any quarterbacks on this one. And guess what? I just drafted him the other day. And you know who I'm taking. At, in round six, for pick number eight, this is the fifth pick of the round. I will be taking Justin Herbert, a.k.a. not John Hancock. It's Herbie Hancock. And you know why, Ogre? Because he threw over 30 touchdowns last year. As a rookie, he was the ninth best fantasy quarterback. And he's got a lot of weapons to work with. And they just added more to his offensive line. I think they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. And they're going to give the Chiefs a run. 
And <laughs> Herbert's, gonna, I think Herbert's going to get to close to forty touchdowns, and he might be my end around take. You know, I I love Herbert this year, and it's like the thing that I love about Herbert's team, even though Bosa and Derwin James they have good defenders, that defense always lets up points late. And it forces Herbert to have to throw so much. I, I love the Herbert take this year. I completely agree. Mm, Ogie likes the Herbie I do. take. I do like the Herbie take. All right. So going to Team 7, this is the Kelsey team with Mixon, McLaurin, Lockett, and was just drafted uh, the second running back, Kareem Hunt. Uh, so now we either – I think I'd be looking for either quarterback or possibly flexing with the wide receivers that are still on the board. I think I may lean towards a receiver – um, and I think that receiver is going to be Chase Claypool. Uh, he's really got the big touchdown potential with the Steelers. He's He was the big play guy. And we know, especially as Eagles fans, last year when he went off against us, just burning our D-backs. So uh, Chase Claypool, I think, here puts a good flex in, on that team. And I can't say that's a bad take because a lot of these – the thing about Pittsburgh, I mean, first off, Roethlisberger's seen better days. And I'm not talking the days before the motorcycle or the freaking, I don't even know what to call it. He's just been a big lump of garbage walking around there throwing haymakers. And he can't even hit a 15-yard out route. But that's why Deontay Johnson's the number one receiver is because he hits the checkdowns. Yep. Okay? Juju was supposed to be the number one receiver. And he was supposed to be... Don't talk down on Juju. Juju had over 90 catches last year. He still put up a formidable season, but obviously Deontay, Claypool, and uh, Juju all got over 100 targets last year. They they all get their fill. Okay, but what would you rather have? More touchdowns or more TikToks? Uh, Listen, all right. He's got to do... He's in his his own head there. He's just got to do his own thing. I have no clue with the TikTok and the TikTok, TikTok. Go talk yourself, Ogie. All right. I mean, I don't hate that pick. I like Claypool as a big play receiver. All right. I think that this team needs a chance, and this is a good time to take a younger player. So we're at pick six, round six, and we're going to the Z Hopkins, Chris Carson, Robert Woods, James Robinson team. This team's starting to shape out a little better than I originally thought. Um, you know, your, your running back crew's kind of set here. You got two wide receivers. I don't think it's time for that next tight end yet. And I think you take a chance here, and I think you take Jamar Chase. I think that, you know, he could be your Justin Jefferson because in college I I like to believe that, you know, Jamar Chase was better than Justin Jefferson with Joe Burrow. And then Justin Jefferson came out last year and obviously had the rookie receiving record. But they took him. Over getting offensive line help because they knew that he had a chemistry with Joe Burr. I, I I think Chase is going to be very good this year. I I like that honestly. I know to unpopular opinions maybe with some or you know depending on what happens. I do like that Cincinnati offense a lot, and it's funny that you say Chase because I was thinking another Cincinnati player oh, right here. here. We oh, go. the back to back Cincy takes. He's already going to be shaking his head. Team five is sitting here, and when I was looking at, it, I was like. You want to know what this team needs a receipt? Because it only has one wide receiver right now. It has Chubb, Justin Jefferson, George Kittle, Lamar Jackson, and Miles Gaskin. I it love this needs, team. It needs another wide receiver, and that is T. Higgins. And that, I think, he had probably the best you know repertoire with Burrow before he went out, as, as you know, if you watched last year. All right. So, Ogre takes. 
another Bengal and T. Higgins. And here we go. Get the goddamn pot out, Ogre. Because in the sixth round, at the fourth overall pick, we're taking a third straight Bengal, and we're taking Tyler Boyd. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Listen. Okay, I took Jamar Chase for that Zeke team because he has the best potential. But the most reliable is Tyler Boyd because he's the slot and he's a freakishly good receiver that's been good with every quarterback. I'm taking Tyler Boyd because he's the most reliable of those three. And that team needs another receiver to be stability because of Amari that's, Cooper's problems. That's and, just another offense that has last year. It was A.J. Green, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd all over 100 targets each as well. You take out A.J. Green, you put in your boy Chase, you have uh, uh, Higgins, and then you have Boyd. What? What did Baby Pete just do? Better than whatever Bert just did. Yeah, I, Bert, Bert's being quite Barbara recently, but Baby Pete is much better. Uh, all right, so moving on to uh, what well, you just drafted for Team 4, which is... Yeah, I didn't actually announce that. Henry, so that was Henry, David Montgomery, Patrick Mahomes, Amari Cooper, DJ Moore, and Tyler Boyd. So I took Tyler Boyd because obviously you have the two receivers, but I gave the take earlier. You know, Amari is that potential wide receiver one. Yeah. I really like CeeDee Lamb this year, but you need more insurance behind Amari Cooper. So that's why I took Boyd because Boyd's not someone that's... Used as an insurance play, he's a more reliable. Uh, you know, you're, you're gonna if you need someone to start because of an injury, you would like to have a Tyler Boyd. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, so moving on to Team Three, uh, this is you know your boy Kamara uh, with AJ Brown, Miles Sanders, Deontay Johnson, and Kyle Pitts. A pretty well-rounded team. Uh, I think I'm gonna go for another flex player for this team, and it's a guy making a comeback this year, and hopefully he uh, he bounces back strong. That's Odell Beckham Jr. in your flex spot for that team. How do you feel about that one? Um, I think that can work because you know what you're going to get with A.J. Brown, but the wide receivers on this team, I feel like A.J. Brown is someone that's like week to week, someone that's always labeled as questionable. And then you got Deontay Johnson, who you know if he plays, he's going to be a solid double digits guy. But then, you know... <sighs> I don't even know if Odell's gonna be ready or if they're how if they're gonna limit him. I I'm not taking a risk like that if I need a flex play. Listen, I mean you're you're obviously going for big play potential. You know what Odell's capable of. You you know his big play capabilities. It's it, it's obvious. It, it is a shot, but you know you're hoping that he bounced back strong. You're, I mean, a lot of guys that got injured last year are coming back. You're hoping McCaffrey. You're hoping Saquon. Come back strong. You're hoping OBJ comes back strong. Alrighty. So, we are at pick two. Alright, uh, pick team two. No, I, I just um, Yeah, update the sheet, Ogre. I'm I, trying to read oh, sorry. the I, draft board. I was still on the board, sorry. Alright, we're at pick two. So, this is the second to last pick of the round. This team has Dalvin, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, DK Metcalf, Brandon Ayuk, Julio Jones. So I think the common thing here is got to decide a quarterback or tight end eventually. Um, personally, I kind of 
don't want to reach down for one of these quarterbacks because really the only one that's left is Tom Brady or or Jalen Hurts. And you could take the risk on Jalen Hurts. I just I don't know. I'm not I'm not too high on doing that yet. You got another guy in front of you who already has a quarterback, so I don't think you need to take quarterback here. Um, I'm actually going to take a risk here. I'm going to take a, another running back, but I'm going to take Javante Williams from Denver. Um, I think that this is a prime team when you have Dalvin and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire that are you know your reliable point getters. That you have three wide receivers already. Why don't you get your third running back that you know you can start on your bench to start the year? But if he breaks out by the midseason, he could be a huge player down the stretch. And you know. If you were looking at this as possibly, I mean, it depends on your format of your league. If it's a, you know, three wide receiver and then two running back with a flex, Javante Williams may be on your bench with three wide receivers and three running backs in those first picks. You're not filling out your team. Some people may want to try and fill out your quarterbacks and tight ends before you take talent there. But I agree with you. I like grabbing bench bench depth because you never know if some guy's going to get hurt or bye weeks. So, uh, <laughs> oh, man. I have to kind of give the background of this scenario before I just talk about it. You don't remember last year for the Total Points League when I said maybe you shouldn't take your fourth running back before your second wide receiver it was because you have to bench one of them? Hey, you want to know what Dobbins – I ended up st- – I, I, one of my running backs didn't pan out down the stretch, and I ended up putting Dobbins in, who I ended up drafting for my bench, and it ended up working out okay. I didn't obviously place first, but it was a good season all. But you didn't – in a Total Points League, you didn't place first, second – or third, you place fourth. That is correct. And I placed second, and I was starting Devin oh, Singletary well, by the end of the year. good for you. Let's move on, shall we? Uh, moving on to <laughs> Team 1, which has uh, McCaffrey, Waller, Dobbins, uh, Thielen, and Kyler Murray. Uh, I think here you may want to lean towards another wide receiver. Baby Pete ringing a bell, possibly. Uh, Ogre, that, that means ding, ding, time to make a pick. I'm trying to do it here. Uh, wide receiver-wise, I think I may lean towards another Pittsburgh wide receiver, and that's going to be Juju Smith-Schuster. You know the receptions are there, um, but I th- this seems like a good spot to grab a wide receiver for this team. Juju Smith-Schuster? Okay, Ogie. I mean... I, I have this pick, so I'm looking at my team here. CMC and Dobbins, Waller, love it. Then I got Thielen and Juju with Kyler. I mean, those are big. It's a big name team when you really think about it. Those, those, those that's, I, I would be happy walking away with if I had the first pick. Those six players definitely to start my draft. All right. Okay. I, I mean, Ogie, if that's what you're liking, you're liking it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take away from that. All righty, Ogie. End of round take. Round six. You got two. Two takes left. All right. I think my take for this round is, and I think we've seen it, do not be afraid of that Cincinnati offense. Because in this round went T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and Tyler Boyd. Not in that order, but all back-to-back. And back. That, that offense triple, triple, back. triple back-to-back. Back. Heed. Take heed of heed. Heed back-to-back. It's, it's a great offense, and I think you have to consider them there. Do you consider Joe Burrow's knee being, you know, healthy? Baby P? And are it's you the fire! Team, baby P! This is what I'm talking about. You know what? I spent all day prepping takes, 
doing mocks, mm. and then I get to this, and I get the back-to-back-to-back Bengals take, and I get a freaking fire. I with absolutely Otis love it. I'm speechless. Well, now it's all up to you. What is your take for round six? John Hancock. It's Herbie Hancock. Oh, here we go. That's right. Bring him in. He's got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, a little bit of a healthy Eckler out there. Sprinkle the Chargers because I'm feeling some Herbert magic. I'm feeling Herbie going to come out. He's going to push for 40 touchdowns this year. That's my take. Herbie is pushing 40 touchdowns. So if you get Herbert in round six, that's a hell of a quarterback. I think he's your next breakout like a Josh Allen. I called the Josh Allen breakout. I'm calling Herbert's breakout. What Put does, it in paper. What does baby Pete say? It is a trash can for greed. Again, although I don't know if I agree with that trash can, but you just got trashed on by baby Pete. You know what? Honestly, what is, this is what we do now. I think Baby Pete just doesn't like you. Don't hiss at the baby. Alright. Here we are. Final round, Ogre. Get your gloves on. Listen. Wow. He's not a machine. He's a man. Wow. <laughs> round seven. Pick one. Alright. We got CMC... And Dobbins as your running back, so you got Waller. You got two receivers in Thielen and Juju, and you got Kyler. So you got everything, okay? Yeah, yeah this team's pretty diverse. Oh, are you taking kicker here? Absolutely. Wait, really? All right, well, maybe not. <laughs> Why the hell would you say absolutely? Listen. All right. <laughs> I'm actually going to give my take here. Um, not, not my round take, but this is a guy I do like this year. I'm going to take Jerry Judy. Um, I think Ooh. I think you got Juju here, which is you know he's in a, a three-way timeshare. You know, you were preaching a lot of Teddy Two Gloves getting you know a thousand-yard receivers in Carolina. Listen, I think Jerry Judy's poised for an, a thousand-yard season, and you know he was taken. I really wanted him for the Eagles. I think he was the best route runner, which usually tells that he's going to be a, a stud. You know, that's kind of like what Devontae Smith is from our draft this year, where he's a really good route runner. I think that that's what Judy is from last year, and I think he's going to have a monster year. All right. Uh, moving on to Team 2, uh, we got Dalvin Cook, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, DK Metcalf, Brandon IU, Julio Jones, Javante Williams. Three running back, three receiver. Yeah, so I think you may want to try filling out some positions here, um, and I think my take is possibly going to be a tight end for this year, a guy that despite there was a clear two-tight end lead hog runner race, there was a guy that came in third, and his name was Robert Tunyon. And Robert Tunyon had a lot of touchdowns last year. Some people think that it's going to regress, but I think here, if you're really loaded up on wide receivers and running backs, I think you can afford to probably take, even though maybe a reach on Tunyon, I think you can take Tunyon here. Is that actually how you say Tunyon? Didn't they come out and say it was something else? It could be Tunyon or Tunyon. Well, which is it? I think it's Tanyan like an onion. I think it's Tanya. <laughs> it's a Tanya? Baby Pete? Baby Pete? What are you... Tanya? He's holding up both. Oh, boy. <laughs> All 
I guess you could say both. All right. Well, I guess we're going to go with Taninian. Hi. All right. Uh, team three, <laughs> pick seven. <laughs> All right. I, honestly, over. Yeah, you fucked this up. I How? mean, OBJ. How? I love it's Kamara. Fucked up. Kamara, I picked Kamara in confidence, and then you, you got me AJ Brown. Okay. You trust Kamara enough that way you can you know don't have to worry about running backs as much. That's why you got the receivers and tight you got Pitts. That over the, the only thing I heard before Pitts was me got Pitts. All right. Well, I guess that's what I got. All righty. Like this is where the running backs are really starting to thin out. Yeah, I I, I hate the slow. So uh, I think round. you're kind of just taking bench and flex plays right here, unless you're taking your handcuff. So with this pick, um, I think I'm going to take a guy that's kind of going a couple rounds down, and you're I think you're going to agree with me. I'm going to take Corey Davis. Oh boy, I I do like that pick. I mean, there's no other. Players for Zach Wilson to throw to in that offense. He's and and the thing I'm liking is he has a he's looking like he's got a cannon and he's literally he's hitting. He doesn't look like he's struggling. And uh, for the jet, know, like for the Jets, okay. Yeah. Listen, ogre. If I wanted to watch some hot garbage, I would go out in the backyard, watch it throw a football, run a post route every all once right. in a while. You can make fun of my three-point shot. You can do that all you want. But when it comes to a football, you know I can absolutely trash you. Get out of here with that BS. Ogre, you barely dunked the basketball on a 7-5 rim wearing the 49 Listen, helmet. I can get backboard and I can touch the back of the box and I used to be able to get rim at some point. But let's move on to the draft, you ninny. Ow. All right, uh, going on to Team 4, we got Derrick Henry, Dave Montgomery, Mahomes, uh, Mari Cooper, DJ Moore, and Boyd. So you just took three wide receivers for this team. Uh, I think here, you know what? It's uh, a favorite to someone that we know, and I'm going to give him a little love here. We're going to do the pick. Here he comes. Tyler Higby, tight end for this team. And you know what, with Matt Stafford being in, uh, you know, L.A. with the Rams now, I think he, he could get a boost, even though he, he was decent last year, even with Goff, and Goff is not very good. I'm pretty sure, like, 20% of his points last year came in one week against the Eagles, which was week two. Oh, my God, he absolutely destroyed the Eagles. No, no, so what I'm saying is you get, you know, 16 games a year, and a fifth of your points come in one game. Well, it's the same thing. It's same with Tunyon. Like Tunyon got like a bulk of his points in like a, a few games, and then it just a few like it was just touchdowns. Really, that that was Higby's season as well. But he outscored Higby. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, you're looking at the booster of Stafford. That's that's what you're looking at here, and and you're also with Cam Akers being out. You know they're probably going to be throwing it more than they would have if they did have Cam Akers because Henderson's a little banged up. You do bring in Sony, but. I think Stafford, they, they didn't they didn't trade for him not to be winging it, especially with McVay. McVay's going to know exactly what to do. All right. All right, Ogie, I'm going to make my problem. This is debatably my favorite pick of the draft, and it's because I love this team. All right, I have two favorite teams if we haven't caught on. I have the, the, the pick five team with Chubb and the pick ten team with Adams Eckler. Okay? And for pick five team, we're about to do it. All right? Shout out to Birds. Here we Freaking oh, go. baby. Nick Chubb, Justin Jefferson, George Kittle, Lamar Jackson, Miles Gaskin, T. Higgins. We need another receiver. I'm taking Devontae Smith. Uh, I mean, you being, you know, I, I love the dude. Heisman winner. 
makes just crazy plays very quick. His route running and his playmaking ability, it's crazy. I'm just hoping that he bulks up a little bit. But uh, I, 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 I love that pick. So it's just... let me just say why I took Corey Davis first. I think Corey Davis is going to ultimately, he's you know more experienced. He's going to be the number one guy. I feel like the, Wilson's already building, I think the one drive he had in the preseason, I think Wilson played like three drives. And out of nine targets, he had seven catches in like the first two drives. So I think he's just going to have a bunch of targets. He's going to have like 120 targets and yeah. probably like 80 catches or something. He's, he's so clearly the best wide receiver. On I, the I would so. say it's a numbers where I know that I think Corey Davis is going to get to around that 80 catch mark. And they just ranked him in the top 100 for Jason Kelsey, which I thought was absurd. But I think you got to take the, the you know the more reliable, experienced guy here over the rookie. If it was a keeper league, yeah, maybe you're saying you're taking Smith over Davis. But I, that was my reasoning for Davis over Smith. Yeah, no, I I, I I think I would agree with that. All right, so moving on to Team Six. Uh, here we have Zeke, DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Carson, Robert Woods, James Robinson, and Jamar Chase. You got the three wide receivers. You got the three running backs. I think it's time to try and branch out to a position of need. And I think that position of need is going to be quarterback here. This may be a bit of a reach here in round seven, uh, but this is typically where he's going. And you can't ignore the rushing stats of this quarterback. And I think I'm going to go Jalen Hurts for this team because it's like per his like four game numbers. If you, you have to kind of take out that Washington game because that, that game was just awful that he played in. But his sample size from the games that he did start and play all the way through, uh, he, he was putting up crazy top 10 fantasy points. So Jalen Hurts here for this team I think makes sense. All righty, Ogre. Oh, man, I'm going to piss off John. Because there's a, there's a couple – I'm going to – so – um, for the Kelsey team, I'm going to end it with the quarterback as well because I think this is where they're going to start to go. I think once people have you know two to three of each position, you start to see where these quarterbacks start to go off the board. And I'm going to take another one. This is the Kelsey, Mixon, McLaurin, Lockett, Kareem Hunt, and Claypool. This needs another running back. But again, I mean, you're taking a flex guy versus this is your starting quarterback. I'm actually going to take more of a chance here, and I'm going to take Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford, eh? Now, listen. Tannehill's there, and he just added Julio. But we all know that when that team's in the red zone, they do have Derrick Henry, who's probably going to get, you know, everyone's projecting him over 15 to 20 touchdowns. So I'm taking Stafford because he's going to go into a whole new West Coast offense with a better weapons, a better team. Um... I think everyone's picking to be a top quarterback this year. And people forget that, like, before, like, the last two years, he was usually in the top six or seven of fantasy quarterbacks. So I think he's a sleeper. And, I mean, I I think he's a great guy to get in the round seven for a quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you, you know, uh, just with Sean McVay, he's just going to open up things for Stafford. that he, He's never had an offensive mind like that. So, uh, I think he's going to do good. All right, so moving on to Team 8, which is Aaron Jones, Calvin Ridley, CeeDee Lamb, DeAndre Swift, Mark Andrews, Justin Herbert. Uh, I think you're going to need another position player here, considering you have the quarterback and tight end figure out. Um, I think a guy that's somewhat slipping here, I think if I'm correct, I mean, 
You could lean running back or receiver here, but I think you may want to grab another one just because you don't know that Swift is going to be 100% for week one. And that's going to be Raheem Mostert. Um, he's got, I think, the, 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 the San Fran backfield on lock. Um, and I think you have to consider him here. here. They're, they're resting him for the season, making sure he's good. He, they actually looked it up. It's the top, the fastest play on the field. He had the fastest time. It was against the, I, I just watched the other day. Yeah, against, against the, the Jets. Jets 23 20. miles an hour. Absolutely insane. So you know on the field, he's a playmaker, a difference maker. He's faster than everybody else. So that I, I think he's a great take here as your running back three. So Ogre takes Raheem Mostert. All right. Yes, I did take Raheem Mostert. Now, Ogre... Freak yourself if I'm wrong here. But I don't think he's taken, and Scoob is definitely pissed at us right now. All right, well then who is it? I'm going to say at pick nine with two running backs of Saquon and Gibson, two wide receivers of A-Rob and Cup, Aaron Rodgers at the helm, and Hawks at tight end. We need a third running back. Mike Davis. Oh, boy, he slipped. He slipped, Ogre. He slipped. Yeah. Oh, my God. God. Who put you in charge of the mock? Oh, God. This is your fault. You took Rojo over him. You know what? This, I should have remembered it there. Damn it. I'm just slipping through my ranks. Oh, boy. All right. Wait, Wait which is your rank? You I got, don't know. You got like I, three I, devices. I, got some, I had a sheet at one point. And I, baby, Pete, you take it. All right. Um, you know, uh, moving on to Team 10. We got uh, Devontae Adams, Austin Eckler, Josh Jacobs, Mike Evans, Dak Prescott, Rojo. You... You are not. You said this team was on a great path, and you said I ruined it with Dak. You ruined it with Rojo. I got, that backfield is going to be so hard to determine week to week. There's no way Rojo is going to have to stay. Dude, warm. they're going to be winning games. They're going to be running. The I ball agree. All right, I do agree with that. But I think Fournette and Gio Bernard. I think have you didn't even give the real reason that take sucked, and I would have gave you credit if you did. It's because I took Rojo with Mike Evans. Fair enough. And see, that's uh, you didn't even say it, Ogre. You know, I don't sometimes agree with that, but some some people do. All right, uh, this team I believe would need another wide receiver, um, and I think here I'm looking at a guy that's possibly going to bounce back from last season, and I think that's Cortland Sutton. Um, he he really had a great season. It was in 2019, and then unfortunately tore tore his I think it was ACL before the start of last year. Um, but he had high hopes, and you know what? You were just talking up your boy Judy with Teddy. If Sutton's back and making plays, you know, that offense could be booming. So, Ogre goes Cortland Sutton. And what did he do to my pick 10, Ogre? You ruined that well long ago. Ogre, it was literally a heater. We were on the blackjack table. We were riding sevens. We're fucking splitting sixes. And here you come. I'd like to buy it for fifty bucks, and then you get you, you get us a four on the first hand, and we go against a ten. That's literally what you just did. Listen, you listen, came in here listen. and you wreaked I, havoc. Listen, I'm a roulette man, all right, and you just did not play the board right, all right. That's what happened here. I you did. Need, you need to do better. Prescott, Rojo. I mean, Rojo's my pick, but Prescott and Sutton. Prescott, you cannot say that. If Prescott's on the field, he is a top five fantasy quarterback. You drafted two guys that played a combined three games last year. All right, so what? You're not going to take McCaffrey <laughs> or Saquon because they didn't play a combined five games last year? 
All right, well, McCaffrey outscored probably Dak and... I'm not arguing that when he was in, he didn't play well, but you know what? Your argument can be used with other players if people are taking number one overall in front of everybody. <sighs> okay. Calm, greed, calm. All right. Team 11. Team 11. Where the hell are we? All right, Tyreek Hill, Keenan Allen... That's two wide receivers. We have three running backs with Najee Harris, Daryl Henderson, Chase Edmonds, and quarterback Russell Wilson. I mean, I think you got to take a guy. You know, I think this is like another risk pick because, you know, you, you got – like this team does not jump off the wall for me. I really doesn't. I mean, I don't trust Chase Edmonds. I don't trust Daryl Henderson. And Keenan Allen, Tyreek Hill, yeah, you're – Sending the we're going into a black box with freaking Najee Harris. So honestly, I'm gonna take a guy I think that's he's had good years in the past. I'm gonna take a third receiver in DJ Chark. You know what? Uh, you have called Trevor Lawrence the generational quarterback, which he is, which is what they drafted him to be. And Chark is his primary receiver in the offense. I like. LaVisca Chenault in that offense, and I think he's going to be a real breakout this year. But Chark is definitely going to have a good season. He's a big play wide receiver for them. LaVisca, your way out the door. Okay? Oh, get the hell out of here. All right. We're here at the last pick of round seven for Team 12, which has Stephon Diggs, Jonathan Taylor, Chris Goblin, Josh Allen, Damian Harris, and Trey Sermon. Uh, so you have the three running backs, you have two wide receivers, and you have a stud quarterback. You know, this team really shaped out well, and I think here, you know, the tight ends on the board just aren't really doing it for me uh, personally when looking at them, and I think I may take a little bit of a reach on a wide receiver here, um, but it's going to be Debo Samuel for the San Fran 49ers, and I think that, you know, whether it's going to be Garoppolo or Lance in there, um, Ayuk obviously is going to be able to take all the targets and you know Kittle and uh, Ayuk are the primaries but Debo has made big plays for, uh, for them in the past and as long as he's in there that, that San Fran offense I think is going to move alright Ogre's all in on the San Fran offense Ogre is there an offense in that division you're not all in on I could find probably like you know something on every team and I'd be like oh this is why this is great this is why but, you know what? You just got to give a take and just roll with it, you know? I wish I had that mindset, Ogre. Oh, wait. I do. You don't. You're a freaking idiot. Get the hell out of here. Well, Garrett, that was the last pick. I guess we have to go over, I guess, one more baby P, Ogre. Baby P take. I didn't get a freaking baby on here for nothing, all right? I came here to get takes. I came here to get a bout. And you literally have gotten five fires and one trash can. How does that even happen? Who's voting for Ogre? No one even knows what the hell you're talking about right now. You sound like a babbling idiot. Sometimes that's what you got to be, Ogre. Know your role. All right. If the, you can be that, then. Congratulations. All right, All right Ogre. Let's hear the round seven take. Well, I think this round seven take, um, personally, it's where our birds went. And I think despite the low projected win rate for our team this year, despite you know the new head coach, I think the Eagles do have a good plan in place, so don't be afraid to draft those birds. This may be reaching on possibly Smith and Hurts in this round, but I think these are good takes in this round. Baby right. Pete? 
Hometown birds? That's a trash can. Oh, no. I mean, he is half Patriot, half no. Birds fan. But he has his Eagle shirt on. Ogre. Maybe Pete. I don't even want to comment oh, here. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Um, no LARF twice in Milwaukee for you. How am I supposed to LARF after that? All right. I have a juicy take. And this is how you freaking end a mock draft. All right. Baby Pete, buckle in. All right. Here's my take. If you're in round seven and you're taking a tight end, you already lost. That's my take. If you're taking a tight end in round seven, you either didn't get one in the top three and you messed up, or you were like, maybe I should take Mark Andrews and you passed on him, or now you're like, I don't know who to take. I'm just going to end with a Tunyon or a Higby. You messed up because you're not worth the tight end here. There's maybe 20 points of separation between Higby and then the next guy at best, or Tunyon at best, because they are like the fourth or fifth option in their offense. You either wait until the end or you get them early. There is no, like I said, it doesn't go Kelsey, Waller, Kittle, Andrews, like neck and neck. It's Kelsey Waller, 50 feet of shit, then it's Kittle, and then there's literally a whole, I don't even know what to call it, a whole landscape, an entire yeah, no, universe you're, you're in between right. the next tight ends. So you shouldn't be reaching up in the top six or seven rounds for a tight end if you didn't get one that was up there. And that's where some people have the mindset of getting your positions filled versus uh, going for depth. And it's two different mindsets. On it's, I would rather take a quarterback here I than agree. a tight end. No, I'm with you there. And I would rather take my flex third running back or third drive receiver than a tight end. Yeah, because You're going to get your better value there. Yeah. If Correct. one of your guys goes down, you I'd rather have a backup to replace him. I'd rather have the Corey Davis, Jerry Judy, Devontae Smith here, or even your Raheem Mostert take than a Higby or a Tunyon over a, what's the next rounds? Goddard, Gasicki. What's the difference there? Yeah, There's no difference. No, no, I agree. So that's my take. Maybe Logan Thomas is probably the only one you can argue maybe could be in for more of a target share. All right, baby Pete. I, I spit some fire. I want to hear it. And that is fire no, on the tight end. Not like that. Oh, God. Freaking genius. <laughs> Damn it, baby Pete. Well, I mean, there seven rounds of... I don't even know what to call this. I mean, Pete. that was hell. Would you call this your best mock of all time? Uh, You know what? I think I've had better. This was definitely, uh, you know, a decent one. You know, we got to slap you around a little bit. And, you know, it went all right. All right, okay, I'm going to ask you, pick your pick your team here and tell me why you picked this team because okay. I know which team I'm picking. If I'm picking a team here, uh, you know what? I think right off the bat, I think it's team nine for me because you have a great balance of each position. You have Saquon and Antonio Gibson, both same division running backs, but Saquon, when he's in and he's healthy, he's a top running back. Gibson is slated for that role. You have two, two good wide receivers with A-Rob and Cooper Cup. You have Hawkinson, top tight end. You have Rodgers. And then you have Mike Davis, who has got the role in Atlanta as a, as a sole running back. So I think that team is probably, I think in my opinion, the most well-rounded team in this draft. Oh, all right. 
Um, I would say this is very close, and I I preached pick ten for a while. Um, it really started to fall off for me. I've and I'm, I've said the other one multiple times. I'm gonna stick with it, but I want to give an honorable shout out to pick one, which oh, is the pick I'm supposed convenient. to pick up. I actually really like that team with CMC, Waller, Dobbins, Thielen, Murray, Juju, and Judy. But that is my second. My first favorite team would be pick five, and that Ooh. is Nick Chubb, Justin Jefferson, George Kittle, Lamar Jackson, Miles Gaskin. I think T. Higgins. I wouldn't have taken him there. I'm not as high as him. If Jamar Chase is there, I may have taken the chance. Um, obviously, we saw some guys go after, like Judy and Juju. I'd rather take a chance on them. Um, but overall, and then obviously Devontae Smith after, that team is so ba- – it's balanced at every position. They can That can be top at any position. I think Chubb's an MVP candidate. Justin Jefferson led the as a rookie all-time receiving record, and he was a, what, top five wide receiver last year. Kittle can be the top three tight end. Lamar can be the top three quarterback. Gaskin, obviously, is a great PPR guy. I think that that broke down as your most balanced roster. I do agree. Team five is good. But I think, once again, I do lean more for that team nine than I suggested. So we both have our favorites. Do you have a a least favorite? Least favorite team. All right. Reviewing. Reviewing. Um, Honestly, I think it may be. And I... I think it's Team 7. I think having Hunt as your running back, too. So this team is Kelsey, Mixon, McLaurin, Lockett, Hunt, Claypool. The only reason why – and you know, it's like it's so hard to like say like what team I like the least um, because they're all – I think they all have good parts about them. But for some reason, I just don't like having Hunt as my running back, too. It's just not – that's not something that I want coming out of fantasy drafts. No, and I mean, obviously, it was a tough pick. If you were looking at Gaskin and Robinson, they go right before you. Yeah. But I don't disagree. I think that obviously it has two receivers that can be really sneaky good in McLaurin and Lockett. No, absolutely. But that's why I think you underestimate how consistent this team would be. Kelsey's going to outwin every tight end besides Waller. Yeah. Mixon's going to get you, you know, your eight to 15 point range. And he'll have, he had like two or three point or two or three weeks where he had like 25 plus last week, last year. Yeah. Um, and Hun, I, I mean, you, you might hate him, but he's going to get you eight to 12 points. And as a, at least he's getting you the points consistently, he's going to be a PPR guy. I don't know if that's my least favorite. I think my least favorite is team 11. And that's the Tyreek, Najee, Keenan Allen, Daryl Henderson, Russell Wilson, Edmonds, Chark. This is a team that looks to me as a team that's going to either have a 130 week, like where they go off, or it's going to have a 50 point week because they're just inconsistent. You know, Tyreek is, an, is a boomer boss receiver that you take where he'll win you four weeks on his own. But then I don't know, we don't know Najee yet. Keenan Allen. I like Keenan Allen this year. He's probably your most consistent player. I don't like Daryl Henderson. Wilson was hot last year, inconsistent at the end. Edmonds, who knows what the hell's going on there. And, I mean, I made the DJ Chark pick as a, a safe receiver, but I don't trust anyone really out on that team to be consistently week to week. Yeah, I guess you could, you could definitely rival that team. as probably, But it's, it's, it's hard to say because I feel like each team has their own strengths and balances compared to others, but there are some that do stick out, so. I think a good draft in general. All right, you gave seven takes for the round. Give me one monster. 
why don't we monster below what we picked? Monster, like, like a take that's deep into the draft, like that you're looking at like deep in rounds. Because that's not what we're covering in this that we covered so far in our first seven Ooh, rounds. Ogre wants to get more um, spicy and, than and a honestly, freaking chalupa. And, and I, I guess one take that I'll give, and he's going really late, Giovanni Bernard in the Tampa Bay offense. If there's one thing you know, in Tom Brady offenses, there's always a third down, check down running back. And there's always, that was always James White in New England. And James White put up some really good seasons, even though they had multiple running backs rotating through when James White wasn't the primary. And I think that's what they got Giovanni Bernard to be, because Brady is really comfortable with that checkdown running back at times, especially when you know he can't run the ball. If he ha- if his play's not open, there's going to be Gio, because Fournette is good at running. He's not the best receiver. Rojo is just, like I think, all-around. Like he's the all-around running back on that team. But I think Gio is going to get more tick than people think. And he's going pretty. He's going after round ten, like definitely after round ten right now. I think he's a good steal. Well, ogre, I hope you bought your freaking hot sauce because I got a spicy oh, one. Oh boy, here we go. Listen, I said you can't take a tight end in round seven because that's a depth pick. You need to have a deep sleeper. Tight ends, they all kind of blend together, but one of them usually breaks out every year. Darren Waller was one. Uh, last year you saw um, Tunyon was one. Yeah. Like, th- there's just every year there's going to be some guy that's going to leap into that top five. And I'm going to take a shot in the dark here. I've been doing a little research on him today. I picked him up in our only draft we've done today. Oh, here I'm we go. I'm saying Gerald Everett is a top seven tight end. And I think that if he's falling that late because he's, gonna, he's a different quarterback, he's always been a very good receiving threat. And Wilson – if you look at his past tight ends, uh, Disley, and he had Jimmy Graham, he had uh, Hollister, all of them in their times when they were the starter were being productive tight ends. So I like Gerald Everett in the top seven, and it, if he's out there at the end of your draft, pick him up. Uh, I definitely, I mean, I, I like that he has the new opportunity, you know, it, it, and I think like that, I feel like the Seahawks tight end positions like cursed, like. They like they have like four or five good weeks, and then like they get hurt. Like like this got hurt. Graham like never like really got to like his New Orleans potential in Seattle when he was there. But like I I definitely like he has the new spot. He doesn't really have much competition there. I I, I do agree. That's a good late round tight end. If you don't get one early, that's a great one to get late. All right, Ogie, we're pushing over two hours of a mock. My God. Um, I mean, Ogie, this is your only time on the pod. Is there anything oh. you want to say about the birds? Maybe something about the Sixers? Do you have a spicy take you want to just throw out there? All right, let me get, let me hit, let me get, let me get one more. Birds, I think, are going to be better than what people think this year. I'd say they're going to be closer to five hundred than I think what like Vegas projecting them for like five or six wins right now, somewhere around there. They have a really tough start start of the year. They play the Chiefs. They play the Forty ers uh, We do have some lighter games mixed in, uh, but it's it's. The, the end of the season, too, I think Washington is going to be in, I think, good shape by then. And their defense is just going to be in good form. I think it's going to be re- – that that end of the year, obviously, when you have four division games, I think, to end it. That's going to be t- such a tough season. But I'm, I'm, I'm hoping 500. That's what I'm hoping. Oh, he's hoping for the 500 season. And now, well, 500 is now either 8 and 9 or 9 – well, not 9 and 8 because it's 17 games now and not 16. All right, Ogre, here's a hot take. Who will have a better percentage, 
Eagles win percentage or Ben Simmons free throw percentage? Listen, I am so done with Ben Simmons. Just get him out of here. You know, you know what, person? You know what I want? Bring him off the bench. Make him make make him come off the bench off this team. Make him never start a game until he finishes his contract or until a team finally says, we'll give you what, what like, Maury's just waiting for the best deal to come. And it just hasn't come yet. That's why Simmons is still here. But, I mean, that's I, – I, I say you you punish him and you make him come off the bench next season. I mean, Ogre, it wouldn't be a steamer take if it wasn't the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. But <laughs> let me just tell you, that might be the last time I allow you to come on here and say some shit like that. What? Because what the hell was uh, – ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the Mock Draft Podcast. We had a great time doing this. Seven rounds. Thank you to Baby P, a.k.a. Mason. Thank you to Papa P, a.k.a. J-Rob. Producer Bert. Ogre. Wow. Hell of a larf. Make sure you follow the Twitter and Instagram, at SteamersPod. This is your boy, Gerd. And you might see an announcement coming soon about Season 2, so stay tuned. Finish your beer. All right, we'll catch you next time.